to the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. Here's your host, Andrew Ford. All right, everybody, how you doing? Welcome back to the show. It's time for another brand new episode of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. I am Andrew for America, and today I had the pleasure of sitting down with one of the first uh, conspiratorial podcasters, I guess you could say, that I discovered uh, when I first started this journey into listening to and then becoming a podcaster. Um, I've been a truth seeker and interested in uh, conspiratorial topics for many, many, many years. Uh, I've been interested in reading books, as you all know, for many, many, many years. And out of you know, all, out of all the topics that I have been interested in, and I have researched and. Um, dug into over the years. I've always been interested in the occult and in this esoteric hidden knowledge. You know, what are the Freemasons and the Illuminati and the, you know, the Jesuits uh, have planned? What are their true allegiances? Are they really Satan worshipers? Do they really have secret alien UFO knowledge that they're using? Do we really live on a flat earth and are, are they the puppet masters pulling the strings of the human race? Who knows, right? All this stuff is deep and dark and bleak and hopeless, it seems. Uh, but some of us are courageous enough to dive into this stuff and to talk about it. And today, I wanted answers on some of these topics, so I went to one of the sources. For those of you that do not know, there's a podcast out there called NY Patriot. And there's another one called The Occult Rejects. And when I first discovered these shows, I started listening. And I realized that NY Patriot was once a member of an occult secret society organization, whatever you want to call it, called the Ordo Templi Orientis, or the OTO. And I've heard him on his show tell the story of joining this organization and then uh, eventually leaving or being kicked out for whatever reasons. And uh, yet he is grinding it out and doing his shows. He also has a show called Spiritual Gangsters, I believe. And hardworking podcaster, doing a lot of stuff. And so I wanted to reach out to him and get him on the show and have a chat with him about his experiences in the OTO and uh, his knowledge of... Um, Jack Parsons and George H.W. Bush. I was interested in uh, connecting his experience to those gentlemen because they are also members of the OTO, believe it or not. Uh, if you didn't know that, that is the absolute truth. Um, George H.W. Bush was anointed as Magog, uh, whatever that means in the organization. And uh, Jack Parsons, rocket scientist anointed himself as Balerian, the Antichrist, in the OTO. And they did this allegedly after crossing the abyss and projecting their astral bodies into some higher level of consciousness, allegedly, allegedly, right? So uh, NY Patriot gets into that a little bit today, and I found, I found this conversation to be very interesting. 
We're going to talk about his occult story, being a member of the OTO. We're going to talk about magic and um, ritual magic, uh, meditation, frequencies, life force, ascending out of this physical body into some spiritual realm. NY Patriot refers to a lot of this information as the occult sciences, which I found fascinating. It's not only belief, but there's also science. Uh, A lot of you know that there's numerology, gematria, lots of uh, concepts that a lot of you probably don't know about, have never heard of, uh, think uh, is a little too woo-woo whenever you hear it, Uh, whatever, right? But uh, because I am so novice level on this topic, I wanted to uh, try to expand my horizons and learn a little bit. So today, I'm going to give you a great conversation I had with the NY Patriot. Uh, He talks about Aleister Crowley quite a bit in this. Aleister Crowley, huge name in the occult world. Um, Lots of celebrities and big time mover and shaker type people uh, are fans and followers of Aleister Crowley, believe it or not. If you didn't know that, that is the truth. doesn't take a lot of uh, research to discover that. Uh, so NY Patriots going to talk a little bit about that today. And we go all over the place. We talk about a lot of different topics, and uh majority of the conversation is him telling his story about his experience joining, uh, participating in, and then leaving the OTO. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, next episode, I'm going to get back to the We in Trouble Part 2 series I'm doing on the Sovereign Citizens Movement. I have recently discovered a lot more interesting information on those topics, and I'm eager to get that out to you good fine people, uh, fans and listeners of the show. So be looking for that. Uh, if you haven't already, go over to www.patreon.com slash andrew4america and become a My Fellow American subscriber for the low, low cost of $3 a month. Um, or you can just become a patron on there, and I'll, put, I'll post um, ad-free shows. Um, I'm going to keep that going regardless of whether or not you good find people decide to subscribe or not. I'm going to try to make that channel fun and exciting and worth the money, and uh, we'll see where it goes. So, as always, thank you guys for listening. I love you guys very much. I'm going to go knock out a commercial when we come back. Me and the NY Patriot sit down and have a fascinating conversation. I hope you all enjoy the show today. I'll be right back. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show today. I have the pleasure, and and I'm so excited to talk to this gentleman. When I first got into the uh, podcasting game and I was looking at conspiratorial podcasts, uh, I found this gentleman. I found the NY Patriot. I found the Occult Rejects podcast. I was super fascinated by his work, and today, like I said, I have the honor and the pleasure of welcoming to the Politics and Punk Rock podcast, the NY Patriots, sir. How you doing? Very good. Thank you very much. And thanks for that intro. And uh, that's wild that you actually, I feel like most people come across us from like, uh, 
I don't know, like neither seeing posts of somebody telling somebody about us. It's wild that you came across this randomly. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, man. I was That's just, cool. uh, you know, when I started um, looking at and listening to what kind of podcasts were out there when I had the idea for my show, uh, I came across you and uh, Great Deception Matt, of course. Oh, nice. Uh, Dangerous yeah. World by uh, Ryan Dean, Dangerous World oh, podcast. And those are all great check- shows, too. Yeah, yeah. And so I just kind of compiled like, a lot of people say they have the rotation of podcasts. And so I had mine and I had like five or six I was listening to and all you guys were in there. And so now that I'm in the game and I've been doing it for about a year and a half going on two years now, I'm super excited uh, to have the opportunity to chat with all you guys, you know? So um, that's great. You've been doing it for that long, huh? Yeah. I'm, I'm still kind of fresh, still kind of just getting my feet under me. I've learned a lot. That's huge. Most podcasts don't. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, and, you know, and for me, I got uh, uh, the opportunity to uh, partner with Allegedly Records. I'm a big ex-punk rocker, and nice. uh, they nice. they let me uh, have access to play and promote any of the, the artists on their ca- in their catalog. So uh, you put the two together, and it was just a, you know, match made in heaven, and I'm loving it, man. I'm loving every second of it. I'll probably do this forever. <laughs> I got to, you know what I got to do? I got to find this guy's show. I, I, oh, God, no, forgive me. I can't remember the name of the actual show, but I've had this kid Oz on that's friends with this dude, Matt, who's been on my show a few times. And they're like a punk rock kind of conspiracy podcast. Oh, and shit. They're, punk, they're punk rock musicians. I, I got to hook you guys up. Oh, dude, I definitely got to hear that. That might I, be fun as fuck for you guys to do something. Together. See, and I'm always looking for stuff like that. I just found, uh, discovered the guys from the hard rock. It's a hard rock life podcast. They're going to have live shows and they talk about conspiracies and all the usual stuff. And, uh, they're oh yeah, all, and they're funny as fuck too. They have yeah, a laugh, yeah. You know, it's yeah, it's great. In my last my last episode was like a four hour long banger. We we hashed out, and they they split the show into a couple shows. I just put it all into one, just to just to get it in. But um, yeah. So yeah, man, give my audience just a little background on you. If uh, any of my listeners haven't heard about you and haven't uh, discovered your work yet, just uh, kind of give them your bio about how. You know, you were into the occult and into uh, that whole thing, and then uh, you decided to dip out at some point. Uh, yeah. Feel free, go over that, man. Yeah, so uh, I am uh, the NY Patriot, or whether you're my Patriot. Uh, I was a, well, I am an ex member. I used to be an active member of the Ordo Templi Orientis. Uh, I guess just real quick, I mean, as a kid, when growing up, I had believed in ghosts, aliens. I believed magic was real. You see the shit on the TV, oh, you yeah. know, especially Disney blasts it in your face. Sure. So, like, you know, I, I, you know, it's funny. I always really liked Fantasia. So I guess like that kind of was like a lot of magic in itself, that whole show. So that whole movies. But um, just just to preface, like even growing up, even growing up in a, in a Christian household, like even my parents had believed in possible ghosts and even my dad used to say it's kind of stupid to think we're the only form of life so I would just you know I was very open to these things and growing up um I did know people that claimed to be witches I got into witchcraft as I got into my teens um I kind of didn't really I mean I dabbled once or twice with like a few friends like it would be the equivalent to like an Ouija board at that time you know what I'm saying it probably wasn't doing anything we just thought it was fucking you know dark (laughs) and edgy you know yeah (laughs) We really didn't do anything, but I knew people that, that claimed to and definitely dressed like they were a witch so they could tell everybody, look at me, I'm a witch. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like they had the look and all that. So I definitely found it interesting. And because I had known a few people, I did believe it was real. 
Right. You know, so even as a younger kid, my teens and getting into my 20s, I was very open to that. And, uh, you know, even in my mid 20s, honestly, kind of like 9-11 kind of woke me up too like kind of made me think that like maybe this world isn't as it seems absolutely you know i was i was i i can remember it and i was even saying it yesterday because someone brought up howard stern i was at a family thing we're talking about like shift on the past and i told him i was like i specifically remember the day because i was working i was working at a place uh, at a store and uh it was like a seafood spot or whatever like they you know regular you know five pounds of this or whatever. I wasn't serving like a restaurant. It was just like you went there to buy right. uh, seafood stuff. And we had the radio on. It was, you know, it was earlier. Um, the store was kind of dead already. It may not even been open. I might've been just setting everything up actually. And I remember hearing that shit on the radio. I was like, what the fuck? Oh yeah. And, and I remember specifically, fucking <laughs> specifically within an hour or two of that happening, listening to cops in the fire department talk about explosions. Oh, yeah. And then by the end of the day, that shit was wiped and there was a totally different story. And I remember then I was like, yo, something's fucked up. 100%. Yeah. And so then like then that kind of started opening my mind to at least, I guess, being open to start thinking about conspiracies. Hmm. So later on in my conspiracy days, when I started getting heavy into it, I came across, like you mentioned yourself before, uh, Jordan Maxwell, David mm-hmm. Icke, mm-hmm. Tassarian. Um, uh, God, who's the guy who did Behold the Pale Horse? Uh, fuck, I can't believe I forgot. Oh, uh, uh, Cooper. Yeah, it was William like Cooper. OG, the OGs yep. and shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, For sure. <laughs> some of the old guy that I think his shit was so old, it might have been in black and white, or like, it sounds like the shit <laughs> came off of fucking records. I forgot his name, but, <clears throat> you know, a Project Camelot, like all like, you know, big shows back in like 2000, you know, the late two. The late first decade of the you know 2008, two, right. 2008 and 2010, like a lot of people that were getting big then, I started getting into, and I don't know if it was because, like I said, even just those names, they kind of really you know go and delve into occultism. Oh yeah, I don't know if it was that that's that's what I liked about them, but a lot of the people I started listening to getting into conspiracies were big on that, and and, and aliens, <laughs> and. Oh, yeah. uh, and so I started to quickly, like, I'm thinking back in my head, I'm like, well, I knew people who were witches when I was a kid. I was like, on my block, actually, houses down, there was, like, open Satanists that lived wow. there. I mean, like, oh, yeah, they had a death metal band. You'd hear the shit coming through the fucking windows. <laughs> Yo, they, they had friends. I, I, I remember as a kid seeing their friends, like, for band practice, literally, like, they had, like, they took spray-painted or marked or whatever – they had like fucking talismans and sigils all over their shit, even their cars. I was oh, yeah. like, what the fuck? I was like, yo, this is some weird fucking shit. So, all like, in their face, yeah. Yeah, so like all that stuff like really made me think like, hmm, maybe there is something with occultism magic. Like maybe there is like that element that's kind of like manipulating society, the world, the way we think. So I uh, got into that very much and kind of started going down that rabbit hole for a while um listen to other stuff and we're still into other things but that was always like my main interest and at some point going through my own stuff and i hate to say and this isn't like um you know thank god there is shows out there now that are still putting out information but for myself i hate to say it at one point and and i do think it's kind of a mind fuck in itself and a psyop in itself um, I realized for me 
They're like, I'm constantly, you know, I'm, I'm looking and studying and delving into like who started what society, where did it come from? Oh yeah. There's so many of them It's yeah. attached to this. And like, after doing that for like years, I was like, well, you know what? I, I still don't know what the fuck magic is. I was like, all I'm doing is like chasing this person said this person started that. No, but then this person said this started that. This book says that they started then, but this book says they started somewhere. You know, I was like, I'm never going to like, I have to fucking go through so much. That's what it feels like. Yeah. It's like you're intentionally misled. And that's kind of once you dive into it, you realize, oh, shit, that's part of the deal. You're supposed to be intentionally misled for a while. If ever. Yeah. If you ever are even supposed to get to the heart of the matter yeah so and, and in that whole time i still like i said didn't actually know what magic the, like what is it i'm just trying to chase like who's trying to put put it out but i still don't know what it is so at one point i was like well maybe i could actually like start learning it myself right and when i had that idea i never had the intentions of uh being like a, a horrible person or thinking like, oh, I'm going to fucking be a millionaire and I'm going to be fucking famous. It was never really of that. It was because I believed that it was being used on us. I wanted to figure out a way to maneuver myself out of that's kind of where I am. Yeah. That's and just exactly like, let me just, let me just yep. be me, not have fucking restraints, you know, just be happy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It, it, that could just be getting by. I could be happy. You know what I'm Yeah. Saying? Like, I don't, I, I'm not interested in like, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm interested in the like, is it Satan? It worship? Is it evil? Oh, like, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? But but what I'm more interested in is knowing as much as I possibly can about every uh, aspect of the belief system, you know, because like you, I was raised in the church. My mom was a Sunday school teacher. I was baptized, confirmed like I lived in a Lutheran Protestant church in a small town, southwest Minnesota. So I I from a young age had a lot of those stories just drilled into my head. And then you, the older you get, you know, I, I went out into the world and uh, I lived in uh, Southern California for a while and uh, learned a lot about some other belief systems in California for oh. sure. And then that's when I started kind of being like, God, what is this, this esoteric hidden world that I keep hearing about? And then you start getting, like you said, to, the conspiratorial stuff that you start seeing happening out in society. And then you find out that all these rich, wealthy, elitist families all the way back to, you know, pre Christian days, all the way back to the Sumerians had some level of this going on behind the scenes. And so when you find exactly what hit me, yeah. So when you, yeah, yeah, when you find out that it's ancient on that level, it, it, it starts making you wonder, wow, what how much of everything i thought i knew about the world is complete and utter horseshit and then my and i've always been this curious person that i'm like and courageous too like i'm like i don't give a shit if anybody has a problem with what i'm i'm going to get into it like i'm going to i'm going to figure it out so that's how i got into it. I, I think i just got curious and I, you start noticing yeah. things and then you start picking up some books start doing a little reading and um I mean, so yeah, even so as a child before 9-11, I guess as a child, but like I guess I don't know, I just didn't look into it. When we didn't have the internet then or really. Right. You know? right. But uh, like even yeah. even as a child, when I was young, I was always like, yo, there's something up with the fucking Egyptians. All that shit oh, they built, yeah. I was like, they, they they knew something we don't know. Yeah. I was there was just something about that that mesmerized me and told me like there's like in a kid's sense, I was like this secret knowledge. I don't know how. I'm probably yeah. just thinking this hidden shit in there. But like, I I knew that there was something up with that, and was always intrigued. 
That's dude. When I when I first heard that the Ten Commandments uh came out of the Egyptian Book of the Dead, I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" I'm like, "I need to learn." Or allegedly, I don't know if that's really true, yeah. but I mean, that's what I've heard that before. Um, I don't know. You got any thoughts on that? That kind of stuff about the Egyptian that, aspect. Of things? Well, you know, I, I'm still actually a little confused. I mean, they they definitely, in my opinion, they understood the occult sciences for sure. Now, oh yeah, how yeah. they, in my opinion, I unfortunately, I just think if this is if these people even existed in the flesh, you know, if if they if they were actually here, if you're a human, unfortunately, you're you're. I hate to use the word free will because I don't even think it's you're you're able to give up your will. Put it that way. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Delve down, delve down into deeper shit. So as a yeah. human, you know, you could be good or you could be bad. I, I do think, unfortunately, probably with the Egyptians, it was both. But like, I, I do believe, believe it or not, I think those pyramids were actually meant for them to shoot their souls out or descend out into to somewhere else. Something like that. Oh, but yeah. Then I'm sure that you know there was just so much shit with the, the Egyptians and you, you even mentioned like the book of the dead and the 10 commandments. Um, yeah, that is true. You can find that in there. I think it, you definitely can find things that tie back to each other. And then like, even if you start looking at the commandments and like, uh, I guess like the words, like, you know, before it was fucking translated 20 fucking times. <laughs> right. If you try to go back to older versions, you do even come up to words that kind of go along with like the Anunnaki. So now it's like, you know, did it even predate Egyptian and now you're going back to Sumerian, which I think they're all telling the same fucking story. I think they are, too. Yep. Uh, when you get into it, I think eventually you get to that realization that it's just intelligence building building on intelligence on intelligence and, you know, the rewriting and the redistributing for a new group of people, a new country. You know how j just the Christian story of, you know, the virgin birth and December 25th and the three stars and the three days before the resurrection. And then you take that back to, you know, to uh, Easter and Ishtar or whatever from back in, oh, in Egypt. Yeah. Like when I started reading and learning about that, that's when I started realizing, like, you're right. Like every religion seems like it's built upon similar ideas and themes prior to that. And then when you throw on top of that, the celestial aspect of it, how, you know, astral theology and how they say some of the Bible verses are literally crafted representations of celestial phenomena. oh yeah i did that that oh man that blew my tons mind tons of zodiac shit in the bible that is told in like an archetype or some beautiful way believe it absolutely it is beautiful. I, I would it say is. i think the bible still is the most uh, the most amazing beautiful book ever written it will tell you everything if you understand you understand exactly yep. and it's i'm not saying it in a bad way either i know Sometimes when I say that, people, oh, God, if they're Catholic or Christian, they hear me say there's occultism in the Bible. But it's not like <laughs> it could be occultism because, because we forgot or somehow, like I said, you had the good and the bad. The bad people, unfortunately, made everybody else dumb to not understand the good book that was put out. You know, it, you know that's. Yep. not shitting on the Bible in a bad way. I'm trying to say it's actually. But that makes sense. In there. That makes sense about, you know, the whole fall of man and how we they fell into free will and into duality. That's the whole good and evil yin yang right there. It's like there's good and bad energies in all of us. Yeah, That's what I, duality in this dimension is, you know. Makes I mean, sense. When, even when if you look at the tree of life and the way it's set up and if you understand like some of the things like um, the sphere, the third sphere. Which is interesting, you know, you mentioned you know, Easter in three days. I, I do, in my opinion, just my opinion, 
I do think Jesus is actually an example. He's a gangster magician, and they're showing you that he crossed the abyss, which would be the third sphere. And then when mm -hmm. he came back from the abyss and was reborn here, we have Easter. But interesting, yeah. Yeah, besides all that, because uh, Ishtar, like you say, can be associated with the underworld in a sense. Now, I do think that technically, I put it this way we have gravity, right? We can't go any farther. We're already stuck here. You go to jump, you come down. Right. My opinion, we, we might actually kind of be in hell, in my opinion, and in the flesh and the feminine and the, yep. the feminine and the divine energy is used to put it's used as a, a symbol or an archetype of keeping things in form. If it wasn't for the feminine energy, I would not be in my skin right now. I'd be spread out just fucking. Like, you know, floating yeah. around, a body of a mess. You know, the feminine yeah. energy is what keeps you in form. So when he comes back, it could be associated with Ishtar because now his spirit has been rebirthed into the flesh again, back into the underworld. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So. so uh, Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All that exactly. stuff's super fascinating. Yeah. I forgot exactly where I started off with that. Oh, oh, okay. So on the tree of life. Yeah. Even the number three. You can, it does have a kind of like a go between where um, it does let you going up the tree, you're escaping the flesh prison, but coming back down, you're kind of going back into the flesh prison. So I forgot exactly where I was going with. Oh, no, that, that's it. No, that I love that that we got to the, we brought up the abyss because, especially with regard to the OTO. So let's, let's dive into OTO real quick. So, oh, yeah, I forgot let, to even explain that. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's start, let's start off with your, experience with that and then i want to move into uh jack parsons and hw <laughs> bush crossing okay. the abyss and anointing themselves as the antichrist and magog so i definitely okay. want to talk to you about right. that so let's start off with your experience though man like how did you how, what is the process like to even join a group like that if you're interested in becoming a member i mean most people right. have no idea how that process even goes you know Yo, the funny thing is, too, is that when I get into it and when I found out how easy it was, I was like, what the? Like, I always almost like this. <laughs> really? Wow. True. Oh, yeah. And, and real quick, so we don't forget, you mentioned Bush before. Bring back 9 11 because I can tie that to fucking Alistair Crowley shit easily. Perfect. So, oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. So, uh, all right. I uh, eventually started getting into practicing magic. I started like checking out books. I was checking out books from. Uh, you know, and I, and I will say I joined the OTO not as a first job. Uh, mm -hmm. I would have probably preferred going to the Golden Dawn, or that's actually what I was looking for, and there was none near me. Um, that's much more of a magical school for sure. You know, they're a little bit more stringent, I think, or a little bit more to just together, you know. And, and it's also much more expensive not to join but to have all your little fucking trinkle fucking ridiculous outfits you got to make your own shit oh, and then wow. if you don't want to make it and you don't want to buy it from somebody it's fucking ridiculous prices hmm. so like i was just like yo like this i'm not looking to fucking blow money like that and there was an oto lodge fucking like 25 minutes away from me so i was like i guess the oto is it um convenience there it is yeah because <laughs> i i do I'll, I'll say this, and, and, and as I'm saying this, please, I don't want people to think I'm sticking up for the man because by the time I'm done saying what I'm done saying, I, I still think he was a fucking degenerate or ended up a degenerate fucking drug addict. Crowley, I do gotcha. think he was an occult genius. He was an occult genius, and even in a lot of his fucked up, some of his perverted, stupid shit, and a lot of his 
Scarlet Whore idea, and a lot of his sexual shit is none of that, actually. A hmm. lot of it is him actually trying to explain, like, literally almost like astrotheology, but in a different way. Yeah, yeah. So then people will be like, oh, that's sex or all oh, that's vulgar language. I can't look at that. That's evil. He knew what the fuck he was doing. Right. He's like, people who only are searching for the fucking truth are going to read this shit. Because they're going to look behind that and actually look at what you're reading, visualize what you're reading, visualize what's happening, and you will see that represented in other occult stories. And then you're like, holy fuck, it makes sense. Yeah. But he was, I think, a genius at that. But at the same point, I still think he was just a, a fucked up dude. Yeah. So uh, I was like, all right. When I first started off, there was I was kind of um, like more Golden Dawn based, but I did like kind of have respect for actual cult knowledge. I did look into a lot of Crowley stuff, his Libra, you know, all his books and shit. Um, and the then, like Lima. I said, I ended up, yeah, I ended yeah. up looking, uh, started watching book books, book books to practice. I had talked to a couple of people that contacted a girl that I knew that went to school that I went to school with that I was friends on Facebook that I had mentioned, I knew was a witch growing up and they had even asked her, Hey, you still practicing? And <laughs> she chat. said, yes. And I, and I said, yo, I said, I, I, I'm starting to like, you know, I'm like reading stuff. I really want to get into it. And when I told her about the golden dawn and Crowley, she said, all right, she's like, I'm going to be honest with you. You're not going to be really much into witchcraft. If that is what you're looking at, she's like, you're going to be looking at more of ceremonial magician. And she's like, ISIS, you know, she's like, check out these names in these books. She's like, I, I think they're solid people for ceremonial magic. Cause I, I kind of wanted something and not knocking witches or witchcraft. It's just that it's the woo woo. And it happens in ceremonial magic too, just as bad. It's just that witchcraft, the Wicca just is even more fucking ridiculous. Um, gotcha. okay. and, and believe it or not, real quick, Wicca came from Gerald Gardner, who was a student of Aleister Crowley and was even given permission to open up a lodge for the for the OTO. Oh, wow. I just want to toss that in there real quick. So <laughs> nice in one. my opinion, just like people in the OTO used to say, Wicca is just the Lima light. That's all it is. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> and that's and up in itself. But uh, so, yeah, so I started getting into ceremonial magic books, and they all still need to go back to Colton Crowley, Golden Dawn type stuff. So I was like, all right, let me start fucking looking at this shit on YouTube. I came across a very, uh, and this is another thing I'll get into, I do think, from my experience, just from the few places either I've been to or watched other lodges, in my opinion, it's a leftist breeding tank. And I came across... I think it's called Blazing Star Oasis, a Blazing Star OTO on YouTube. That is a perfect example because they have plenty of videos out. I'm not saying to go watch their videos to learn stuff. Just go watch their videos and see some of the people presenting this shit. And ah. see who's in the fucking crowd and you will see it's a fucking liberal breeding ground. <laughs> You'll definitely it does go not check surprise that. me. And, and, it, and it's in Cali. What a surprise. No? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> California. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, actually, I think that might have might have kind of replaced parsons lodge I, I don't know if it's still open i might be wrong with that that might have closed i can't remember but so yeah so uh i started watching them a lot because they did have good tutorials on actual rituals like the hexagram the list of banishing ritual the pentagram Liberesh was all stuff that like um well Liberesh and the pentagram i was already kind of practicing and i just 
you're always questioning yourself. Am I not saying it the right way? Am I not moving in the right way? So I watched a lot of videos because I actually wanted to see how it was done besides reading the book. Yeah, because don't they say you're supposed to do the when it comes to rituals, you want to do it exactly the right way because you're re engaging whatever the morphogenetic energy of anyone who's ever done it before you. So you want to get it pretty exactly right on. Yeah. yeah I, I would say, I mean, this is the thing I, I, and we'll get into this, you know, later on, I have experienced much more intense, magical stuff, just meditating, hmm. you know, casting all those circles and doing all that shit in my experience, I know now is not needed. And, um, uh, me and Lux, my partner in crime, my co-host on the cult rejects, we've even said, and this is another reason why I even stopped practicing. How do I know these rituals are even putting me in the fucking kind of space that I really want to be in? Right. Hmm. But, but like, honestly, honestly, if people do come across this and you're still practicing and you're going to still keep practicing, please make sure you know exactly what the fuck you're doing and making sure you're doing it right. Oh, I would imagine. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, and I was at anal, like, I wanted to make sure, like, I'm not screwing anything up. So I, I watched a lot of, like, I guess, you know, videos or tutorials kind of. And um, like I said, I watched a lot of their stuff. Even though I was like, these motherfuckers are kind of weird. Uh, so I watched their stuff and it hit them up, I think, like, on an email or I might have even, like, I somehow hit them up on fucking YouTube. Somehow I got in contact with them. And I was like, uh, yo, I was like, you know, I'd really be interested in maybe kind of like uh, getting into the OTO or I was like, I don't know how this shit works. Do you get a mentor? Is there a place that you go? Like yeah. you have, you know, like any information would be great. And uh, they were like, uh, you know, where are you located? And I said, New York. And they're like, oh, they're like, just go on the OTO site. I was like, they, they show you the, the states and where they are. And I was like, what? Really? Like. <laughs> And so like, like if you were like to Google like OTO uh, USA, I mean, you'll probably get their fucking site pop up. Will be OTO.org or, you know, whatever USA is some shit like that. Right. Like, it's really not hard. Like if I was to have actually have like instead of contacting them and just typing in OTO lodges, I'm sure I would have came across it myself. I mean, hmm. it's legit that fucking easy. Wow. So they have a website and it shows where all their lodges are. And a fuck ton of these lodges all have some sort of social media too. I it, a lot of them have Facebook, uh, and I wouldn't say a group, but like you know a thing where they post like stuff going on. Right. They all probably almost all of them all have that. So um, when I got to the site, it showed like I found the one, and I was like, "Holy fuck, this is like literally like twenty minutes away." So and then that's when I was like, oh, I, "I guess this is the answer because the golden dawn is like nowhere around here, or not a, like an official one. This is like." Kind of like one that's not on the books and in someone's house. I'm like, yeah, I'm good on that. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> so I find, <laughs> I find this. I find you know, and it lists like I was saying, it will list all their social media too. Uh, any ways to get in contact with them? I think I went to their Facebook or something and like so that they had a uh, calendar up of events. And uh, I had heard of the Gnostic Mass before, and I was like, uh, I think I like went on YouTube and typed it in. And I was like, oh, all right. I can actually find one and watch it. So I figured, fuck it, I'll, I'll go to that so I know what I'm expecting. It's kind of like church, in my opinion. It's kind of like church for them. Uh, I mm -hmm. think it shows man being born and crossing the abyss and coming back uh, with knowledge. I think that's basically what they're getting at with that. So I figured it was a safe thing. Um, then when I watched it on YouTube, 
you know, all the people, unless they're in the Gnostic Mass, you're basically just sitting on the sides watching it. You know, you're not, you're not hmm. really doing much. So I figured that this is safe, you know, not bad. So I hit them up and uh, told them I'd be interested in coming to like the Gnostic Mass. That was like at whatever date. And they said, sure, not a problem. When it gets close, just hit us up and we'll give you the contact information. Well, we'll give you the information of like, you know, where we're located. Wow, it was yeah. just that simple, huh? Yeah. Wow. So then I still thought it was like a little weird with the whole like, well, hit us up later on. Like they didn't want to tell me where the lodge was yet, <laughs> you know? Oh, I, yeah. I, guess I understand that. So, uh yeah, when it came time, I think a day beforehand, I had hit them up again, told them I was interested in coming, and they replied and they, you know, told me, uh, tell me the address. Yeah, they had to tell me. Yeah, they told me where to go. And the one thing that weirded me out, though, and it kind of gives it away, but like I really don't give a fuck. I'm not saying the name of the place. No. Um, they they kind of like told you like, well, there was a park across the street. This is in Queens. Um, and you know, they were saying like, there's benches by the park, you know, go sit in, across the street from the building on the benches. Uh, they wanted to watch you. They wanted to check you well, out before you got there. Well, that, and the thing was, it's actually, it was in like in a basement, like an apartment of an apartment building. Oh, it was. <laughs> so like, I guess like, and one thing, and the thing is, it was kind of, I guess, like technically a private place. You could only get in unless you had a key for the gate, Got which it. I found, okay. which is kind of another, it's like. Yo, is that like the Matrix working in itself, or was like that something done on purpose? <laughs> that you need the keys, just like the the archetype Janice. You need yeah. the keys to open up that gate or that swinging door to cross. Right. <laughs> but uh, so I was like, all right, this is like a little fucking weird, but like I'm like, all right, I guess I'll deal with it. I'll go. And then when I got there, it actually made a lot more sense because then I had realized. There was a bunch of people hanging out, smoking cigarettes and, you know, chilling, sitting on the benches. And when I saw the address, I realized, oh, you can't get in unless you have a key for the gate. So then I started feeling a little bit more comfortable because at first I was like, oh, I was like, this is actually getting weird. I might actually puss out, you know. So Got then it. I so then I uh, eventually somebody comes out and they're like, oh, you know, everybody who's here for the Gnostic Mass, you know, so I'll let people in. So I was like, I'm not Gnostic going in by mass. myself, you know. And there was a, a few normal looking people there, so I felt okay. I went in, <laughs> um, waited there, more people showed up, and then eventually they kind of like let you know what the Gnostic Mass is about. They do let you know there is a couple of things that you know you is do like have a church to do. Is it like uh, a church service kind of thing, or like is it what is what does that entail? Well, Gnostic Mass, yeah. Well, that's what, well. First, you were going into the temple and like, I guess, I don't know, say a waiting room or the hangout room or like even the room where you can eat after rituals and you know things that they do, special things they do. They'll have food after. Uh, you kind of hang out in that one room. Uh, you got to take off your shoes. You cannot wear your shoes in the fucking temple. Hmm. Um, more people show up. And then eventually, like I said, for the Gnostic Mass, they'll come out. They'll kind of give people an idea, especially if you, you know, because in case new people come in, they're not going to know what's going on. They even give you like a little pamphlet that shows you like, well, at this time, people will get on their knees and you'll stay like this where they're saying certain things. You know, uh, at the end, when you do the, when you take the fucking, uh, well, I'll get into it, you will go like this. Mm -hmm. You know, just letting you know certain things. So like, you know, you, you're not taken off guard and you kind of just go with the motions, I guess. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Interesting. So they let you yeah. know about that. They kind of give you that little explanation. And then they let everybody in. And uh, the priestess will come out with two people and kind of like do her thing. And then the priest comes out as like almost like a tomb looking thing with the curtain. <laughs> and then, you know, the whole thing starts up. But like I said, in my opinion, it is showing like I think the male energy rising 
and uh, going through the abyss because like even the author at one point, you know, and this is this kind of threw me off because on YouTube now on Vimeo, I think you can find it. Um, Shoemaker, David Shoemaker has a version of the Gnostic Mass that is mm. actually what it will look like. Okay. On YouTube. Check that out, yeah. On cool. YouTube, if you watch, uh, fuck, it was Wasserman something, The Feast, whatever, that, I guess, because it's on YouTube, it's, you know, censored. Um, right. There was, there was no nudity. So oh. not, not, I wasn't expecting that. But there was a point <laughs> where the priest puts the priestess up on the altar. They say a few things. She closes the curtain. He does his stuff. And then when he reopens it up, well, yeah, she's no longer dressed anymore. So ah. that happened, and I was like, oh, oh, oh. And I was like, okay. I was like, all right, this, I didn't see this shit. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I was like, I was like, I don't want to stare. Oh, God, off guard. Because then it looks like I'm a fucking creep. And I'm like, I really don't care to look at her anyway like that. So right. all sorts right. of things were just going through my mind. And then I'm like, if anything else fucking happens after this, I'm, getting, I'm literally walking the fuck out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm thinking like, oh, my God, here comes eyes wide open. Eyes wide shut. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, my. I'm like literally looking around. And then I'm like, how the fuck did I put myself into this? Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> but Jeez. but then it it really it didn't get any you know worse than that. And and you know, so they at the end you will eventually uh, they have these things called cakes of light. That is, I guess, the same thing as if you go to the church and get the wafer, you will get a cake of light. Oh, okay. You so it's get, kind of similar. Get, hmm. Yeah, you will get a little thing, a little shot of uh, wine, or if you don't drink wine, they have grape juice for you. Uh, you'll drink that, and then you'll say, uh, there's no part of me that is out of the gods. You'll cross your hands like that, and you'll go and walk around and sit back down where you were. <laughs> then everybody does that. The priest says a few things. They go back inside that little – everybody goes back inside that tomb that he came out of, and then it's over. Interesting. So they, yeah. So, so, man, that's so. Do you think it's, um, I guess for lack of a better word, the inversion, the inverse of, like the God, uh, Christian, whatever energy. Like, is it really based on Ooh. Satan worship, or is it just a different, uh, scientific maybe religion, quote unquote, for lack of a better word, that is esoteric hidden it's not supposed to be known and public and upfront although it deals with a lot of the same things that you would deal with in a church like you said the whole the mass is similar with the wafer and the wine and oh, eating yeah. you know the eating of the flesh and the blood of christ i mean the crossover is is there mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so like what do you like when when, it, when people say it's just all satan worship do you do you believe that or is it maybe partially is there a part of yeah, it? Yeah, no, there. I'm the way I'm going to explain it. I think will be the partial. And uh, okay. again, I'll go back to. Um, well, this is probably. I'm, I'm hoping it's the difference between the two, at least. I do believe, like I said before, I think everything is there in the Bible. You can find, you know, the answers to everything is in there, or at least a way for you to find your own answers. Or right. Oral. I can see that. Yeah. Now, again, I do think that it was probably put out in a positive way. In my opinion, now, the OTO, same thing. That Gnostic Mass is showing you fucking everything. Right. A lot of that stuff, like, again, even with Crowley, if you don't want to be a heathen and look at things as the ways you'd like to think it's supposed to be being said and try to just picture in your mind or somehow twist it in a spiritual aspect or an archetype, you will see like some real deep explained shit. Hmm. Just my opinion though, with the OTO, 
and this is the problem with why I left after I started having magical experiences, yeah. is that I do think, this is even like the, the media, we're going to tell you the truth in little, little, little drops of truth here and there, but we're going to cover it and smear it with a bunch of bullshit so you misunderstand it. For sure. I think the same thing with the OTO. They are going to show you everything. They're going to show you all the secrets, all the symbols, mm-hmm. but they're going to have you thinking it's something else. And at that point, in my opinion, it becomes satanic because now this information is not being used for you to have an experience with God. It's being uh, used to keep you away from God because you are being told to look at it the wrong way. That's that's fascinating because that reminds me a lot about the 33 degrees and the free Masonic lodges and stuff. I, I got a, I actually have a few friends from school from high school that I grew up with that are, uh, you know, lower level Masons. They go to the lodge meetings and they think that uh, it, it's, it's a Christian organization, for lack of a better word, because, you know, Jimmy from the Presbyterian church down the street that he goes to and, you know, Johnny from the Methodist church goes and it's like, oh, you guys are all Christian people. and Oh, we're, we're going to our lodge meeting. We're going, you know, but then you hear the stories of once you get up to those higher degrees and uh, the penalties for revealing certain information get worse and worse and worse, allegedly more severe, whatever that that's when it, that's interesting that you say it like that, because um, I, I, I heard a guy once uh, describe it as the Freemasons are uh, a, a large organization, a large brotherhood. But within the brotherhood, there is a small group that hides uh, a deeper connected connection between those members. And you're and you're intentionally misled and you have to be chosen through whatever protocols and, you know, things that you have to accomplish, goals you have to accomplish and reach to get there. So that's really fascinating. It reminds me of fraternities. Oh, yeah. Fraternal order. Exactly. And it reminds me of the military too. I was in the military. I'm a I'm a Navy veteran. So I mean, you talking about you know, seamen recruit, seamen, uh, petty officer, third class, second class. Now you're a chief. Now you're a senior chief. It's like, and all that secret information when you have security clearances in the military too is all compartmentalized. You're not supposed to know everything under the clearance. You're just whatever your little cookie cutter need to know job is. That's all you need to know. And it's just very interesting how every organization that has secret knowledge is set up compartmentalized like that to where you're not yeah. supposed to get it all right away. You got to earn yeah. the levels as you move up the chain. So and, and fascinating. I think that's that's used like kind of in multiple ways uh, real quick. And then and I don't want to try not to forget both things I wanted to say. One, uh, you mentioned that about the Masons. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend who was a Mason and uh he at one point um he was he was in the OTO with me. Um he finally left actually. I might get him on my show. He stopped drinking the Kool-Aid and he's like, yo, you're right. I'm I'm fucking finally fucking left. Wow. He's like, I, I couldn't do it anymore. Um he left and uh but at one point when he was there, he uh, I had you know when you start moving up, they kind of want you to kind of like start doing things. So like I got involved in the Gnostic Mass and I mm-hmm. figured, you know. I, I had a small role. Yep. Yeah, I had a small role. Like I didn't even have to say anything. I just fucking walked around with neither incense and the fucking burner or water and salt. You know, I didn't do anything. And and when it came time to open the curtain, my back was to the priestess, so that was even better. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, like, I thought this out. You didn't want to see it, yeah. Yeah, I thought this shit out. So it wasn't a looker. She wasn't a looker is what you're saying? I would say about 95% of them aren't. And and same thing with the dudes, too. Same thing with the dudes. (laughs) And the fact fact that even finding a heterosexual person there is even fucking amazing to begin with. Wow. Yeah. So there is some crossover with that, too? Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get into that. I don't want to forget where I was going with that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, not a problem. So, um, you know, the thing was... With him, he would now. So I would also like. I did a class once. He did a few classes, um, and he was he did a class on the lesser vanishing ritual of the pentagram. And I was like, yo, that was a fucking amazing class. You did really well. I was like, yo, have you ever? Th-? I was like, you should fucking see if he can do that at the Masons too. And he was like, dude, he's like, if I fucking brought this to them and was trying to tell them about doing this, he's like, they'd probably be like, yo, you can't get the fuck out of here with that crap. Wow. Yo, so that's what they told him. That's what they told him. I shit you not, about a year later, maybe a little bit more, this kid skipped a couple of degrees. He told me, oh, you'd never believe it. I actually just did that class at the fucking Mason. So I was like, yes, there you go. Because you moved up and you were moved over into certain specific things. Now all of a sudden, those people are into it. But not when you were a few degrees down in something else. Oh, no, 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 no. We can't talk about that. It's just not. Wow. That's fascinating. So, yeah, yeah, and it's, it's I almost, even think, yeah. Go ahead, I sorry. even think in, in a sense... And I, I, I definitely think this shit works in the OTO for people. And I, that's more because I do think, like I said before, unfortunately, I do think it is much more of a liberal minded place. And just mm. you get a lot more liberals there. I mean, Crowley, he was bisexual. So already, like, you're just already attracting like shit, like, you know, sexual deviancy, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but uh, going up in the ranks. One in the Masons, I still think even as you're going up, like if you start joining inner orders, if you get into the Shriners, Quetzalcoatls and Jesters, I even think um, because the Jesters and Quetzalcoatl are invitation only, you may not still have to actually know or have any occult knowledge. You just have to be of worth. And then they will Mm -hmm. tap your shoulder, ask you to join, and they will manipulate you and use you. Like the Jesters, we covered the Jesters. They have, and I showed Pacer court documents. It's not a lie. They have been busted for fucking child trafficking. And like any of the people that we covered with that shit, judges, lawyers, tax people, cops. 100%. Oh, you hear the stories about that all the time. When that's an inner order that you can only be asked to join, it sure sounds like you're asking specific type of people in there when they're all white. You know, these are all people that are in the position to fucking wash the other guy's ass when he gets in trouble. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, and oh, yeah. now with the OTO, in my opinion, and this is another part of the PSYOP, even with the degrees, people start thinking they're the shit. That's they start what I thinking, was thinking, oh, too. I know the ego more part. than the next. Yep. The oh, ego yeah. comes in. We're all still human, right? <laughs> yes. And, you know, when it comes to astrology, you know, uh, if you start looking at astrology and the Kabbalah and trying to mix the two, I would really hope that people would start realizing that, you know, there's vices and then there's virtues in the Kabbalah, the things that are holding you down and then the things or the experience you have moving on. Right. Sometimes these symbols like Leo that goes with the sun. You know, that may possibly be the vice because he's very prime and can be very prideful, hmm. have a lot of ego. Mm-hmm. When you have a lot of ego, you're not going up the tree. Right. 
So all you're doing really, in my opinion, for some people, because they'll take it that way, all these, uh, I'm a second degree, I'm a third degree, I'm fucking this, I'm fucking that. Right. It's just inflating your ego to make sure you don't fucking go to the abyss. You're going to oh. get stopped, at least at the sun. You're going to get stopped in the middle of the tree because your ego is too much. You're not going anywhere. Hmm. You, will, you will never cross because you're too much into, you know, your ego. And yeah. The energy, the frequency and the energy is not in the right spot. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I exactly. I wow. So I even think all that shit in itself is all like some psychodrama to still stop you from really understanding what's going on. See, it's like so funny. It's like everybody that tries to figure it out has this such similar explanations. It's like there's groups within groups within groups within groups, and you're just not going to know everything without years and years and years of research. And even after all the years of research, you probably still aren't going to know everything, you know? I mean, even like, all right, with the OTO, they have accounting Minerva, which is like an honored guest that lets you start going to close the meetings. Hmm but you uh, are not a total member. And uh, hmm. so counting that you have 13 degrees at, uh, fuck, I can't believe because it it's been a while. Either the fifth, I think it's the fifth, yes. The first Minerva, first, second, third, and fourth degree, uh, they all have time limits on them, but you can ask to join, you can ask, I can ask to go from Minerva to first, first, second, second, to third, third, to fourth, but there might be like a, a nine month, a year or a year and a half waiting time that you have to at least wait before you can ask or Jeez, ask. That's so, so crazy. There's everything. God. So you have that, oh, but shit. then after the fourth degree, the fifth is invitation only going up. So See, that's so you know, now you want to explain to me what happens after five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. And then if you look at it, they have add-ons. There's those like different things going into different ideas. And if the fourth degree is already a perfected magician, like, well, then what's all that rest? Like, what's the rest? If you're already mm. a, a magician, what what the fuck is everything else? And yeah, I well. do think it's neither. This is my thing with the OTO too. I, like I said before, and I, I think all major secret societies are like this. There is there is the psyop within it. Like I said, they will all show you the truth, but then they paint it in a color that you take it wrong. And I do think they will kind of start to create slaves. So like I, I do yeah. think you can either, if you're going up those things, either you're a guinea pig on what they're, at that point, I think that you're kind of fitting an agenda of what they're into. What is this society looking to do? You know, what is their means or not means, but like, 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 what are they doing? Like, what are they really, right. doing? you know, what right. are they trying to put out there? You know, cause at that point now you're a magician. So do they, like, do, uh, do they give you pushback for asking? Like if you get too inquisitive, they're like, oh, no, you're not ready yeah. yet. Shut up. You know, they're like, you're not jumping ahead. You got all in due time, that kind of thing. Yeah, there was one time, and this shows you how fucking retarded people are. <laughs> if you go on the OTO site, their own site, like it lists the differences of lodges, camps, and oasis. Oh, wow. It, See, you set up just to look. Yeah, wow. Yeah, because like an oasis is like, uh, or, the, or a camp. I, fuck. I might be fucking out, whichever. I think the oasis is like the lowest one, or the camp might be. You camp, oasis, and then a lodge. You know, so like there's different. As you're going up to the lodge or as you're going up in these things, you need to have people that are higher degrees. And, you know, just there's certain things that need to be done in order to be able to even consider yourself something, you know, mm. instead of an oasis and you go to a lodge, you got to have everything, you know, certain ways. And, and there was a lot of information on that and explaining that on the OTO site. I remember one time 
like I think reading before like a Gnostic mass, uh, people were talking about something kind of like wrong along that area. And I was like, yeah, I was like, well, don't you need like a certain amount of like people at this and that in order to like move up? And like one of like the fifth degree that I know of that was at least a fifth degree uh, chick there was like, oh, well, I guess that's just some of the mystery of the mysteries. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, like, bitch, it's on the fucking website. <laughs> like, this isn't a secret or a mystery. It's, I'm just forgot the information you yeah. really put out. So the fallible humans are still taking that information in and, and interpreting it in completely different ways. Like, I was, or, not everybody's or, or, or smart. people are just a fucking parrot. They yeah. just say shit. <laughs> it's like going to, that's how a lot of religious people that go to church are too. It's like, you're not really thinking deeply about the concepts. You're just following yeah. the leader going through the motions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and like, it was constant. Like, it was like a. I remember one time I think I said to somebody like it was almost like a bad AA meeting. Like they all have their little phrases that they say. They always like oh 93, 93 when they say hi or do what thou will, you know. Or if if it's your will, would you like to come into the temple right now? And then like after like I experienced magic, I was like yo, these motherfuckers don't even know their will. So why are you even asking them what their will is? They don't even know it. You wow. know, it's just like you start realizing how like phrases just get tossed around because yeah. it just sounds fucking cool. And it's like, I'm a part of the clique if I fucking use their lingo. So with that, I mean, on that line of thinking, then when you decided to leave, is it a situation where you get pushback and threats kind of thing? Like, don't re reveal anything, you know, or else we'll come cut your fucking tongue out or whatever the shit is, you know, uh, when, people you do, say. when you do the initiations. Um, yeah, they have like their their deep or you know archaic or very you know cult of ways of right. making threats. Um, I even myself have wondered, like to be totally honest with you, like again, like I said, sometimes I don't even think you know your will until you experience magic. Um, yeah. Odds are, odds are, like you know are those people like. It, I could see it how saying like I didn't even I wasn't even in control of my own will. So now this stuff doesn't even apply to me because you weren't really speaking, you know, in a way. But like even the way that they say it, I mean, I don't remember the verbatim, but kind of thinking back and looking back at certain things that were said, in my opinion, I've even questioned like were those even real threats anyway? Because like hmm. I don't know, but um for me. Luckily, I mean, I never made it, you know, I never got to the point to where you had to be, you know, asked to move up. Right, right. I'm sure there would be a difference with that. I'm sure, you know. Oh, I would imagine. I don't know how extreme, but I'm sure there'd be a difference in my situation. Um, I really, you know, and the, the perfect thing, too, is that it happened around right when COVID happened. I had already stopped going for a while probably six months, maybe even longer. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't going. I didn't want to be associated with them anymore, really. But I was just like, I fuck it. Like, you know, I just won't go anymore. Because, right. like, that's people, a lot of people do that. Just stop going. Uh, and then when they did COVID, they started, well, one, when COVID happened, they bended the knee to the CDC right away. Uh, and they like actually went by their guidelines and everything. So I was just like, so I'm looking at this and I'm like, we're going to well, follow the rules. <laughs> I'm like, well, fucking church is open. Jesus is out there, but Horace is afraid. Like, like, wow. come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. what, the, what kind of message are you sending here? People. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, he's afraid of COVID, <laughs> like, yeah. but the churches are open. I was like, what the fuck? Oh boy. So, 
so I even I thought that was just like you know, a perfect another perfect example. I was like, thank God I'm not. Uh, yeah, <laughs> wow. So they started joining a lot of Zoom shit, and there was some interesting things going on. And I was like, you know what? I'll check it out because all I have to do technically is just I don't even have to put on a camera. You don't have to show you. So I just got to join the Zoom meeting, put headphones in, and I could walk around the house, do whatever I'm doing, sit on the couch, smoke a joint, right. you know, whatever. As long as I got my mic off and they don't hear me, I'm just listening to what's going on. Yeah. Um. So I was like, fuck it. I'll, I'll do a couple of those because, like, I almost felt bad. <laughs> I literally was almost, like, feeling bad. Maybe I need to show face. You know, it reminds uh, me of my mom telling me, get up. It's time to go to church, Andrew. And I'm like, no, I don't want to go today, mom. God. Yeah, it was exactly, it was exactly <laughs> like that. It was yeah. exactly like that. There was wow. even a few times I remember I was like, fuck it. I'll, you know, uh, I was going to smoke a joint. And I was like, oh, you know what? They're doing that thing later. I'll hold off. I'll just smoke a joint lay on the couch and just get stoned out and listen. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm fucking thinking about something else. I'm not even listening. It's just my right. name's on the fucking screen and it shows right. that I was there. Huh. Um, so I did a few of those things. Uh, they did a couple of, uh, they did like a lot of readings. Um, I, uh, yeah, I listened to that and I think they did, a, I think my, if I'm correct, I think, uh, the book of the law that, that took three, again, three days to write Crowley channel. And the thing is, you know, another thing with magic and it's so funny how like I didn't, it didn't even click in my head, I guess, until I started doing stuff on the occult rejects and covering cults. Right. You know, I was like, you know, it's kind of funny. It's always like a cult is always somebody who's like, oh, I channeled this fucking thing. And it told me someone was speaking to me and you all have to listen and do this. That I sounds like, like ego to me, too. I was like, much ego. Exactly what the fucking the, the, this book is. Yeah. That's exactly what that yeah. book is. Is Crowley channeling something for three fucking days and then telling you, oh, yeah, this is the, this is the law. This is this how it is. Law. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, jeez. You know, each one of those days in the OTO, they do a ritual for each one of those things. So I think they did that. And I listened in. Um, and then I think after that, this is what totally, totally got me to stop. And then I was, I was, when I went there, I'll be totally honest with you. There was like a handful of people that I actually like really fucked with, had their numbers and talked to. Yeah. Um, and, and really some of them were just because like they were the least creepy. And I do actually believe were very intelligent people mm. when it came to at least the, the least uh, creepy. <laughs> yeah. And then there were a f there were a few, you know, because at the time I was very much more leaning right. Now I'm just like kind of in the middle of like fuck everybody, but right, there were a, right. a few dudes that were on the right. You could just tell, and like you get common conversations, you know. You start exchanging numbers, and then when you know they start sending you mean shit on the left, you kind of like okay, I know these are all right. These people are uh, cool, so I, yeah, you know. So, <laughs> so like I fucked with them, but it was still a very small handful. But like yo, when I first got there, I even told myself like I was like. I don't think this is going to be a permanent thing the because thing, honestly yeah. it's, it's filled with a lot of people that one I normally would not even hang out with. And, you know, I was a long Island boy. I eventually moved yeah. into Queens. That was even a shock for me. I remember a <laughs> wow. few days after living in Queens, I'm calling up my wife and asking her like, yo, what's the deal with people walking around with fucking doctor's masks on? I was like, is this something <laughs> I need to know about? And she's like, right. no, it's just the Asians. They love their doctor masks because they think they're going to die from the air. So, like, and wow. real quick, just to tell you, that shit was going on in New York way before Corona. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For years prior, we had people from other countries 
that are probably being fucking indoctrinated into crazy shit. Oh yeah, especially in Coming China. You see it all the already time. wearing masks and yeah. kids wearing masks from Pikachu and Japanimation. Yep. Yep. So like it wasn't a total shocker when everybody was wearing one in COVID. Right. But so uh fuck, I forgot where I was going. But yeah, they they ended up um so like yeah, I had already realized like this place just to me didn't seem normal. Like these people just weren't the type of people I'd hang out with. And then I guess as I started kind of like paying attention and getting a little bit more into politics at a point, I was like, oh, these people are just liberals, fascists, and communists. Interesting. You know, and yeah. then I even started noticing on some people's like uh social media, like they were even like part of their shit was even stating they were socialists or communists. Hmm. So then I started realizing, like, wow, I got some like fucking like far far left idea people in here so i already was just like this i just know like i i Not can't saying. fake it forever well, <laughs> you yeah. know what i'm saying and that reminds me it's so so what i'm gathering from everything you're saying is like you almost it's 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 a it becomes a personal quest just like if you decided to be uh a, you know deep into christianity and deep into researching and studying the bible you have to study it and do the research for yourself and find oh. your own understanding Rather than listen to all the knuckleheads in the group that are trying to tell you how it's supposed to be and how they even, interpret even, it, even yeah. the, even the order. I mean, I don't know what other orders say, but like even from other people that I've known that have practiced stuff, and even in the OTO, they always say that magic happens at home or when you're doing it personally. Yep, interesting. But uh, mm-hmm. to to get back to like what really got me to leave is that yeah. um, so eventually they sent out the George Floyd shit happened. Mm-hmm. George Floyd happened, and, you know, of course, that shit was... Yeah, crazy. I'm in Minneapolis, man. I, I was front row for that whole Ooh. situation. I, I live in Minneapolis. I saw all that shit go down. Yep. So we get an email, or, you know, they send out a mass email mm-hmm. about the whole George Floyd thing and that they were going to have, like, a... Uh, you know, they're going to have a Zoom meeting, and if people will like to come and talk, you know, about how, you know, they're affected... Oh, we're getting woke. That. They're going woke now. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I saw that shit and I'm reading it. I was like, yo, this is some kumbaya group therapy. Wow, shit. that's fucking crazy. And man. now at this wow. at this point now in my magical career, I've already had my opinion. I've experienced magic. I've crossed the abyss. I've you know shut off the bullshit and had you know I've listened to God for a right. few seconds. You know, right? Um, and I just realized I was like, if you're a magician. And, and when I say this, you know, for people listening, please, like, it's, it, this isn't as bad as it sounds, but I just want to make a you know, good example. Right. What happened to him did not stop me from doing a podcast and talking to you. It did not stop me from eating dinner that night. It did right. not stop me from being with my wife. It didn't stop me from doing any anything. Right. I didn't know the guy. That guy was not in charge of keeping me breathing and leaving and fed. Like, in all actuality, as a magician, yes, I could say. If that each situation was even real, if it was even the way it was presented to us, yes, it's fucked up. But at right. the end of the day, it's done and over with. It wasn't me. I have to let that go. Keep being me. Keep doing me. Keep doing my will. Right. And all of a sudden, you know, so all of a sudden they start like pushing some like crazy shit. Like now all of a sudden people are going around in circles talking about times that they've you know experienced racism and this and that and i'm just oh like, boy i'm like yo oh, i'm just boy. like yo as a fucking magician like why is this guy's death have God. you so fucked up we have to have a meeting for this 
It's like the indoctrination campaign on every front: education, religion. Wow. Oh shit! You know what? Hold up one second, my man. I totally forgot to plug in my cop. I am so sorry. Oh, that's okay. All right. NY Patriots taking a break uh, to deal with something. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying this conversation as much as I am. Fascinating stuff. Um, for those that don't know, Jack Parsons was, uh, I'm going to get into Jack Parsons here with a minute in a minute. Um, but he was a member of the OTO. Apparently he was a rocket scientist and uh, he anointed himself as the antichrist at some point in time. Uh, I'm gonna ask uh, Patriot about that here in just a sec. Are you back, man? Yeah, sorry, I had to go get my. Uh, had I was just kind of, I was kind of filling the air with time real quick. I wanted to talk about Jack Parsons and. Uh, oh, oh, but, but real, real quick. I have oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. What really the deal? Um, I mean, they did. You know, it was already done and over with. But I was just like, oh, after this, never again, and didn't. That was it. Um, so at the end of it. We had somebody, of course, always somebody that I had, you know, kind of looked up to. And you know what the crazy thing is, is that Crowley himself in his book says, I'm not the dude. Don't put me on a pedestal. Mm, But yet these orders love doing it. And I even did it myself. (laughs) So somebody who was higher up and a lawyer, that's another thing. Lawyers, doctors, teachers, People involved in immigration rights, all sorts of wow. shit. Go to people, your everyday person that looks like they have their shit together or in these things. You do, you cannot tell just by the way someone dresses and acts. Yeah, I can see. You that. know, that I, I just want to make that yeah. real clear. Okay. But uh, a guy who was a uh, lawyer, uh, you know, higher up, starts running his mouth out of nowhere when everybody was done talking. If Antifa gets labeled as domestic terrorists, our constitution has just went out the window. We cannot allow that to happen. They start going on about Antifa. They start going on about BLM. And then they start asking, are any of us interested in maybe possibly setting up protests or getting together to go out and protest? Oh, boy. And I was like, I'm done. You totally put the nail in the coffin. This is a leftist breeding fucking ground. Wow. I knew it. Wow. And after that, that was it. After that, I waited a few days and I went ham on fucking Facebook because I was personally friends with a lot of these people on Facebook wow. with fucking right shit. You know, I posted <laughs> up fucking videos of the of uh the fuck of those dudes, those mother those dudes beating the fuck out of Antifa, that other group. Uh oh yeah, the Proud Boys. Yeah, there. the yeah. Proud Boys fucking yeah. up Antifa. Yeah. I posted crazy Trump shit. I was just going crazy <laughs> with that shit. For a few weeks, and when I went to go check my friends list, would you believe it or not, about two-thirds of them aren't on there anymore. So uh, I was like, all right, now I've got them probably hoping I never fucking come back, so that's perfect. You know, <laughs> and then eventually I just stopped going. Wow, and I think, man. I think Jeez. I probably made it to the point to where they were like, this dude is uh, – I mean, there, there was a guy I mentioned him before, James Watson. Uh, you know, he – my, you know, he was a, a libertarian. Mm-hmm. He would take pictures of his fucking pistol on his fucking nightstand and say, you right. know, thank God for the Second Amendment and post it just to trigger fucking other people in Thelema. Because I think he understood it was turning into a, a liberal fucking side. Wow. I did not know that aspect of it. Wow. Yeah. But uh, like he uh, I forgot where I was going with him. But oh, but, but like he was he was high up. He wrote books. 
He started the fucking lodge that I even started attending in New York before wow. he moved to fucking Florida. If it was Jeez. not for him, that lodge would not even fucking exist. And two-thirds of that lodge fucking shitted on that dude and hated him. So I knew if I played that role, I would probably not be fucking welcome anyway. And uh, so eventually I just, like, I, I stopped going to everything, stopped doing stuff, um, stopped talking to those people, eventually just erased them from my fucking Facebook, and then uh, waited a bit, and then filled out paperwork, uh, and that was another thing, like, I was able to get, because I knew somebody else who left, I didn't even have to ask the lodge uh, headmaster or anything, I got the email address for the, uh, you know, the outer order, a lot of the head, I forgot these fucking specific. That's okay, yeah. Uh, and um, you have to actually, to leave the OTO, you actually have to petition. Like, you have to send in a letter asking for it. Then they send you all this paperwork back. You fill it out. You send it back. And then they're supposed to send you a paper saying that, like, you've been removed. So I went through all that thinking I was, uh, you know, removed. And then eventually, uh, because of that, uh, you know, I really had zero fucks. Um, I had went on my own podcast at the beginning, it was early when I started doing it. I actually explained uh, Minerva first, second, and third degree. I put it out there. I said, fuck them. I had wow. a book. I had There is a book called The Secret Rituals of the OTO. You can find the PDF. It's just the problem is half of that shit is wrong. A lot of the movements and a lot of the phrases are certain specific, you know, the words that they tell you. They'll give you phrases and words at the end of every initiation uh, you know, that's like, you know, like the secret word. Um, they'll tell you all that shit. That shit is even still wrong in that book. But since like I was like, all right, I've been through these. I can explain what's wrong. I put that out. Hmm. Fucking couple of weeks later, Rumble, BitChute, and Spreaker all told me they got DMCA fucking notices. It is copyrighted material that I do not have permission to fucking put out because they've been contacted by the owner. Wow. And told that this is so they took my shit down. They took it wow. down. Wow. So uh so yeah, so then at the beginning I really wasn't showing myself. So all it was was like neither a logo and me talking if you were watching video, you just heard my voice and I wasn't using my name. So they probably didn't know who I was. Now almost literally a fucking year later and I've been showing who I was probably a few months after that, actually. I gave zero fucks eventually. But I guess, like, they didn't forget the show that did that. And I, I'm assuming somebody kept the tabs and they keep checking. And I don't know if they eventually, when they saw my face, maybe somebody was just like, oh, you know, passing me around for all, I don't know, passing around the OTO, do you know who this dude is? And eventually, my personal email that I used to use, not for the podcast that I used to use for the OTO, Mm -hmm. contacted me and told me that I was uh, being put on like probation. And I'm thinking, well, I, I thought I was not even. A <laughs> yeah, I thought I was out. What are you talking about? Yeah. And then explaining because I had broke oaths and exposed on uh, on podcasts that I own uh, the New York Patriot and the occult rejects have yeah. exposed like their degrees or whatever and that it's like a violation and that we have to start uh now we have to let everybody know on the way up and you'll hear from them eventually about Jesus, two weeks later dude. two weeks wow. later i got an email from the uh the out ahead or the what the fuck is it? I the fucking name. got an email from them i even post i even got a letter in the mail too um they so they got they got uh, after it. Me, they got after it. They, wow. they sent me a letter saying that uh, 
it was unexcusable what I did, basically. And it's like, you know, one of the worst things that you do. And that you mm -hmm. are, uh, they removed me. I'm banned for life now. Okay. So, but I was like, I, I thought I had less. So, like, even that paperwork that I did, was that even legit? Or did you just be like, oh, yeah, this is just. Yeah, that's almost like, an ego move, too. It's like, it's like, hey, I quit. No, you're fired. It's like, no, motherfucker, I already quit. You can't fire me. I already quit. <laughs> so I was like, wow. So, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. So then that's technically, officially, I guess, how I was. Uh, I left with and got kicked out. <laughs> That's nuts. What a story, man. That's, yeah. I wonder, see, that's, man, there's so many things I could say about that because there's so much crossover and, you know, I, I everything you're saying reminds me of that, um, that Altion Childs, uh, guy from Australia on the view or the um, American Idol or whatever, who went online and did like a three hour show about his initiation into the Freemasons. And then he ended up getting popped at some point. Like, that's crazy, man. Like it, it reminds me of like mafia style stuff. Like you take the blood yeah. oath once you're in, you're in. And if you spill the beans, we're going to come well, get you. You know what I think crazy. is a mistake that a lot of people do. And like, you know, and again, like that was even something, I guess for me, one, it was never a big thing for me to start coming out and like rambling off specific places and names. But I, I do think like, this is the problem, and like I do understand it in its sense. Like they even say, "Do what thou wilt should be the whole of the law. Love is the law, love and the will." Basically, it's like you know, you you do you, and then until you stop me from me being me, I let you do you. You, right. know, you do you. Mm -hmm. If I start giving places and names, unfortunately, not me, but you can get some crazy fanatic that now wants to go do something. Sure. And now, because of what I put out there, the magic. The magic of this whole system of podcasting, right? You know, hearing a voice from somewhere else telling you something, and now you're going and throwing like fucking cock Molotov cocktails or right. eggs or spray painting or harassing people on their social media, mm -hmm. then that becomes an issue. And then I think at that point they can kind of consider that as being magic used on them. So mm -hmm. I do think like if you really look at like how you're going to present shit. And again, like I said, I, I think focusing on like a lot of like who started what and how this happened, that's really not the case. I think just explaining what the fuck magic is and trying to show you how it's manipulating you is more important. So it's like right. kind of easy for me, I think, to cover that shit because I'm like tossing like, oh, this motherfucker was going to the lodge at this address. I'm not doing all that. And I'm yeah, not, you're not blaming doxing anybody. Him or anything. Right. Yeah. And I'm not blaming anybody, like I said, or putting names out there. So I'm not encroaching on anybody's will. But I think a lot of mistakes other people do when they deal with shit is they, they do get too specific to where you kind of are like because of humans right now can listen to this, mm -hmm. can take that shit and encroach on their will. Yeah, I've had a couple experiences with that where I, I talked about it. I told a story that uh, somebody listened and emailed me and said, I don't want you talking about that shit publicly. You know, you're slandering me or whatever. So. I can see that. That's that's part of the deal with podcasting, too, is that you just got to I mean, I hate to say be careful about what you say, but I mean, you know, it's still free speech or whatever. But I mean, you definitely, you know, if you're going to break any laws of slander or anything like that, you want to be careful. You want to know the truth? This is this even has shown to me how how fucked up society is and how fucked up podcasting is. And I'm just going to say this real quick. No names, but like there's yeah. plenty of shows especially like when you get into Q shows oh, that were yeah. huge. If you were into occultism, you would even realize they're selling you shit because of their logo. I'm just going to put it that way. 
There's oh, yeah. plenty of fucking occultists and magicians out there in the podcasting community. But like I've actually experienced more blowback and bullshit from people for stating an opinion about another show than I did from people leaving a fucking secret society. That's bananas. That's actually should show you yeah. that fucking podcasts in a sense or certain people can be a cult in itself. Wow. That's Oh boy. I've yeah. actually dealt with more shit talking from people and aggravating shit for an opinion about a show or two than I dealt with leaving a secret society. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. <laughs> well, that just goes to show. I never you that. had anybody hit me up from the OTO and be like, shut your fucking mouth or fuck you. I mean, you know, maybe fuck you and shit, shit like that. Right, but like nothing, right. no threats, never telling me to stop. Hmm. Well, that just goes to show you, you know, it's somebody's fragile ego again was uh you know you know how it is you tell i mean all the time i'm on facebook i'll see some you know liberal like the uh, the other day i saw someone post some ignorant shit on the other 98 whatever page which is super lefty and i just i just commented no it's not i didn't talk shit i didn't like i didn't like give a reason or an opinion i was just like no it's not and then boom, there's like 20 comments. Fuck you, you yeah. fucking Trumpist piece of shit. I'm like, God damn it. All I did was disagree. You can't even disagree peacefully. That's the problem with you. You got issues that you need to work out. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. And it's like, uh, it's, it's very entertaining at times. I guess on like my Instagram and then when it comes to Twitter, um, like at one point I did post something about Trump and Klaus Schwab, like a little fucking interview. And basically my opinion, Trump kind of put Klaus Schwab up in a fucking pedestal. Somehow, I don't know. I don't know if a, a big page retweeted it, but somehow that fucking video I posted ended up with over a half a million hits. Wow. And we just got Holy flooded, uh, flooded with a, a, like hundreds of people adding us. And nice. I wow. was well, the thing is, though, too, is this shows you how stupid people are. <laughs> or how they just didn't even fucking look through the rest of our tweets. Mm -hmm. uh, we got It was a huge chunk, not all of them, but a decent chunk, actually, of libtards, of liberals. Yeah. That added us, assuming that, I guess, we were pro-Biden because I put out a bad thing on Trump. So then, like, a few days later, when I post fucking Biden doing some dumb shit, now all of a sudden I'm getting the, the liberals that fucking added my account. Tribalism, man. Oh, you talk shit about my team. It's all oh, team then, mentality. Yep. And then the thing, and then Instagram, it's actually backwards. I, I could post shit on Biden, any fucking person on the left, all fucking day, shit all over them. I do one Trump, Elon Musk, or Ron DeSantis thing, mm -hmm. and motherfuckers are freaking the fuck out. It's crazy. And, and assuming, and, and they're always like, oh, Biden was a better choice. Biden was a better choice. Biden was a better choice. Do you even understand? You, have oh, you ever shit. looked at my account and saw that I just shit on the left fucking 10 times in the last three days? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you just automatically assume because I put a post about uh, Trump or DeSantis, I'm a fucking a liberal Democrat. I'm like, no, I'm neither. It's, that's it's, why I can talk shit about both sides because I haven't picked a team. Yep. And that's, that's you all know, it is. That's all it is. That's exactly. I talk about that on my show all the time, too. Like how. It, it, Nobody takes even five seconds of extra time to investigate something. They just, it's so easy to just pick a side, pick a team without thinking about the content or the material at all. And, you know, that goes right back to what you're saying about the occult and about secret societies and all that stuff. It's like, I've had people say, you know, you're already at the third degree of Freemasonry based on some of the things that I know, you know, 
that I've heard you say on your podcast before, if you ever wanted to join a lodge, you could probably already be because of just, you know, your, your desire to seek truth and to look behind the veil and all that kind of stuff. And everything you're saying reminds me exactly of that. It's like, there's so many just idiot moron lemmings out there that this is my team and anything they say goes no, no matter if it's moral or real or true and anything that you say against it, you know, fuck you. You're not on my team. This is my team and they can do whatever they want. And they don't even look at the actions. It's all just tribalism. Yeah. I crazy. even remember like uh, when I first started like my show, like and I kind of got out of the whole like two thing paradigm or whatever. I just was kind of like down the middle. Um, you know, I hadn't got too deep with occultism. So like for me to try to like start putting that out, I was like, you know, I think most of the people following me really may not even understand what I'm getting at if they haven't listened to prior shit. Mm -hmm. So like I would kind of do more of just like questionable things about these people. Like, you know, they said this and did this, you know, is that really, but yet they're saying that, you know, just shit like that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I had made a couple of posts about, you know, or maybe just made a post like that about Trump and people were going off and I'm like, yo, not for nothing, but like, I really, like, if I'm going to vote for this person, shouldn't I also like kind of really be looking like, if I'm going to give them that my vote, like mm -hmm. I really should be giving some thought about who the fuck am I really voting? Oh, absolutely. For. You know, it's absolutely. just like all of a sudden, like, oh yeah, that that's 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 my guy or that's my team, and like you know, that's it. They do no wrong. Like that's fucking just idiotic. I think. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You know, like I should be holding these people accountable if they're getting my fucking vote. Yeah. And, and now I yep. just won't vote anyway because I just think it's a fucking joke. <laughs> Yeah, it's a big charade, it seems like, these days. I mean, it's not even... I always make an argument about the debates. It's like, those aren't debates. That's a that's a, that's a show. That's a it's TV theater. show. It's, it's theater. theater. Yeah, they, they give you the questions before they, you know, the politicians even show up. Like, let's have a real debate. They'd all mm. be scared. Nobody would even show up for a real debate, you know? Like, I almost even all went theater. out and voted for fucking, uh, you know, just because I didn't want Hochul in anymore. I was going to go vote for Zeldin. He's a Republican. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, well, for one, you know, even if voting counts, this is actually a horrible excuse. But I was like, oh, he's not going to win anyway. If voting actually counts, all those people, if they were to vote, maybe mm -hmm. it would actually make a difference. But at first, I'm already thinking, like, he's probably not going to win anyway just because he's a Republican. And I think the shit's fixed for us to be stuck with Democrats for a while. I was like, I don't mm -hmm. think he's going to win. And then I was just like, you know, all it is really, in my opinion, I'm just like a monkey walking into a fucking box flipping a switch. This shit is a joke. It's a scam. <laughs> I mean, look at fucking Pennsylvania. Oh, they yeah. voted in a dead guy, a guy who's been dead for a month. There's three or four those states people, that did that. Yep. <laughs> those people who did that, they're fucking more ignorant than a monkey. They're literally just like a fucking mouse walking, you know, in their little lab setting, walking up. Yeah, I'm supposed to flip the D switch. Okay, I'm done. Yep. Like, you don't and, even know what the fuck you're voting for. You're just and, like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do. And you know what? And the people that are running the show, the whole World Economic Forum, they all know. that stuff, they they, they know that. They, they, half of it was, you know, a, a progression over time, creating that situation, getting people away from thinking for themselves and being self-sufficient. I call it the tyranny of convenience. They gave you uh, the answer oh. to all, all your questions. You know, it's like, oh, you don't need to farm or, or garden or raise livestock just go to the grocery store you know you don't need to learn about herbal remedies or any of that stuff here just take a pill just get this vaccine and over time you get to a place where they got you by the balls like george carlin always said you know it's like you can't get you can't go back from that i mean you can't even 
I think you need a permit to have a garden in certain places now. Like, oh yeah, we're you need a yeah, permit for that. you need a permit to live your life. You know, it's just bananas how over time, it we've gotten to this place where we're we're slaves. We're slaves to it, and and now that now that they know that they've got people dumbed down and just pumped full of the woke agenda, indoctrinated, yada yada, et cetera, et cetera. Now you're right. I mean, they're going to walk out there. They're just going to roll their plan right into your living room while you're sitting on the couch. And Scary. I even think a lot of the time is, is like they'll, they'll even put out the truth out there and little minuscule things. Yeah. That's part of the deal, right? You have to show them yeah. what you're doing yeah, in exactly. some way. But yeah, yeah. It's all a bunch of fucking bullshit. Have you ever heard about this guy, uh, Cub Cooker, Cooker? He's got no. a paranormal podcast and he talks uh, a lot about Gnostic and, uh, Oh no! You might have to send me the link for that. Different, yeah, different uh, explanations of scripture and stuff. I find him really fascinating. He's got, uh, he's a he's deep. Like you can tell that this guy's researched the stuff from both sides uh, for a long time. It seems like so. Yeah, I'll send you that link. Yeah, definitely. Um, But yeah, so recently I saw you. uh, You did post some Elon Musk stuff, and um, I know I brought up Jack Parsons and all that shit. Mm -hmm. He's the Mm -hmm. Antichrist and all that stuff from before. So. What do you, what do you think about, you know, talking about those higher degrees of all the secret societies and all that stuff. And then you see the world events as they play out. And like you mentioned nine 11 and, you know, the creation Mm -hmm. of the, of the rockets from Parsons. And then, you know, the, the uh, atomic bomb allegedly from Oppenheimer, these guys were OTO. They're in, in, you know, Pasadena cooking the shit up in their apartments or whatever. So, um, do do you think that that's what happens at the highest levels of these organizations is that they get together and they use this magic and this conjuring of beings or whatever to bring this, this knowledge into existence? Is that what CERN's all about? And you know, what, you know, the Nazis, the Nazis were big into the occult. Like you just start. Oh, you, yeah. In my know? opinion, if you're, if, Nazism, if, now again, if you're not one of the psyops and you're one of the people that actually understand Nazi is just, it's cultism. That's exactly right. what that is. Just, and that's my point. And that's, yeah. and that's what I'm wondering is, you know, it is obviously they're never going to tell you and you're never going to find out unless you're in it. But if you're smart enough and curious enough to look at world events and start connecting the dots, all the, the usual suspects start showing up and they're all members of these groups. And so I'm wondering at the highest levels do they have some alien ancient uh knowledge of technology and all this stuff that that's what when we see an innovation like you know we went from the telephone to the smartphone and then went from the television to the you know whatever virtual reality now with video games and then the metaverse and the fucking <laughs> matrix is going to come at some point do you think they've had all this knowledge for years and years and years and they're just using the the numbers and uh, and the the timelines to roll it out, or are we really discovering or rediscovering it as you know time marches on throughout society? What do you think about that? Do you think they've always known, or are we relearning it somehow? It's a very uh, very deep answer for all these things. It's a deep question. Very good question. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I wanted to mention, r- real quick. Uh, well, well, for one, I think we're in cycles. I unfortunately think there's probably just a cycle that regardless if it's going to get shitty or not, it's just going to get shitty and there's going to be a, re- there's going to be a death and a rebirth, you know? For sure. Yep. But I, so I do think there is like some cyclic thing going on. 
Uh, real quick with that too. Um, you know, you mentioned Parsons and you mentioned Elon Musk. Uh, you know, look at those two. They're all in and, it somehow. They're all connected for well, sure. <laughs> now I've even we've even covered Skinwalker Ranch oh, recently, okay. mm -hmm. and now that got us over to uh, that ended us bringing us into the Mormons, which then ended up bringing us into Freemasonry because Mormons were started by a Freemason. Oh god, and they're like the they're like the elitist of preppers too, of doomsday oh. preppers, the Mormons, like holy shit. And believe it or not, this is gonna sound crazy. People may not know this. There's more Mormon than Jews. So maybe Jews aren't running, hmm. running the world, or people who call themselves Jews. Interesting. May not yeah. be the only ones running the world. Hmm. They are the fifth largest private uh, private landowner in the United States, and they oh, own yeah. the most land in Florida. So, like, you know, don't sleep on these people. Yeah, they're but, they're um, keeping it quiet. If that's if that if they really are fulfilling that role, they're doing a good job of keeping themselves quiet. That's a good fuck point. Yeah, fuck that's yeah. a good so, point. So we covered um. Skinwalker Ranch, and the owner is a Mormon himself. A lot mm -hmm. of the past uh, owners were Mormons. A lot of, I'd say about 75% of the people that has ever given any kind of details or testimonies about what they've seen were all Mormon. People mm -hmm. who wrote books about the area were all Mormon. I understand it's in Utah, but I think there's something going on. God, now, now I'm going to go um, down that rabbit hole, man. I, so, I need to learn about this. Shit. And <laughs> Brandon Fugel, you know, uh, you know, admits that he's a Mormon. He admits that he's into like kind of like uh, you know weird shit. Now he just did something on the New York Post. They were doing like a three or four part series on Skinwalker Ranch, and he finally came out and admitted that he is into that shit. And if you look at the bookcase behind him, he's got Freemasonry books and shit about <laughs> occultism on his fucking bookshelf. So is. now I would I wasted all that time to get to this to get to this Jack Parse now on Skinwalker Ranch. If people haven't noticed it, Brandon Fugel for like I don't know, a good season was just basically wasting time shooting rockets up into the sky trying ah. to calculate shit so we got jack parsons shooting rockets we got elon musk with his fucking phallic fucking spaceships and we got jack <laughs> and we got brandon fugel with his rockets and do and bigelow this is another guy robert bigelow owned that ranch prior to brandon fugel bigelow hmm. makes crafts that elon musk's rockets take you with this guy is selling a 52 million fucking shuttle type thing that spacex will take you up with that will allow you to stay on mars for 90 days holy shit what the what is with wow. all this fucking rocket missile fucking type of shit going what is up with these people i honestly think one yes it probably is like um they're understanding hidden science for sure. But I also think there is a way there is a way of expressing that you understand that science and advertising it, which is uh, why I think the rockets are a fucking thing, because hmm. it is also a way to show you I'm part of the club and I understand this. That's thing. an awesome perspective, man. I never thought about it like that, but that makes but, a lot of sense. And yeah. when you talked about like the secret science, like do these people, the secret science, or do they understand this and that? In my opinion, when you have magical effects, and, and this is the problem, you know, coming back into a human, like I said before, you have free will, you can be an asshole, you can be self-centered, or you, you know, you can be selfless mm -hmm. or selfish. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And all that in between. You have right. all that option. You have an, an infinite amount of personalities and assholes you can choose to be. 
here. Right. You know? Right. So uh, <laughs> I think, unfortunately, you have that option to be an asshole if you have a magical effect, even though you had to kind of go into it with good intentions, in a, in a sense, I think. Yeah. Um, when you have these experiences, in my opinion, you are, you know, people want to call it God, the consciousness, the all, the source, whatever we came from. I, I do believe we are all connected to that. And basically, if you do the, the that real work, if you work on yourself, work on shadow work, remove the fucking chains that have you tethered to this fucking world, mm-hmm. you will take all that bullshit out of there and you will actually have a conversation with God probably the first time. In I love centuries. it. You I know, completely agree. I you completely know, so agree with that. Yep. You will understand and receive knowledge from him. For sure. And then I like I like how you said connected to the source. I love yeah. that. Yep. And then at that point, once you come back here, you have a chance of you know, well, you have a choice of it's like, well, what do I do with this? Do I try to help humanity or you know, do I do this or do I do that? But I yeah. do think that there is, you know, I, I use the I use an example like a light bulb hanging from the ceiling. You turn it on, it's just like this one big glowing bulb. You take like a spaghetti strainer over it now. And now it's just a whole bunch of pinned lights being shot onto the floor. I think that's us here on Earth. And our job is to go back up that light, go past that fucking spaghetti strainer and have a conversation with God. Yeah. And get to know God in ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I I think that. um, Yeah, I I think that when you come back after that experience, like you will see it. And this is what I was getting at with the whole rocket thing. You can start seeing art. And being like, fuck, that's explaining an experience I had out there, but I had no idea of how to fucking tell anybody or explain it. Right. You yeah, know, especially like a lot of sci-fi yeah. movies and a lot of fucking just like art, especially like religious shit. You, it, it's they're, they're visual archetypes to tell you a story of that transcendence or coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, or the stages that you have to go through with that. And after you have those experiences, in my opinion, my opinion, all those things you start looking at it, and it's just it's like starts clicking almost to the point to where you're like, this is too much. It's it's literally as if like, you know, God bestowed you with like understanding. Right. You know, and, and sometimes it, it may not even be a good thing. It might be too too much and too heady for you, <laughs> which which is a reason why maybe you really should understand what's going to happen before you start practicing magic. You may not be ready for certain things that will right. reveal to you. But yeah. I do think what I was getting at with that, us being separated from that that bulb, is I do think we like it is like kind of a, a communal consciousness that everybody is able to tap into. That's how like somebody here – and, you know, in Mexico, I had the idea of a pyramid and somebody over in Egypt had an idea of a pyramid right, before, right. you know, mail or fucking the Internet. It's because they had that same experience and were trying to replicate an experience in, you know, here on Earth. And it just ended up looking like the other guy who had the same yeah. fucking thing over there because it's an all knowing that we can all tap into and grab from. Yeah, it's called what are they? There's a name for the the um, universal knowledge or the. Prana or whatever they say in Indian cultures, or maybe mana, the, the or oneness. Like yeah, oneness with yeah. we're all one consciousness. Yeah, that's interesting stuff, man. That's it's fascinating to learn about how, like, e- like even when you go back to Christian times, and then you realize how much prior to that there is. It's like that's when I, my mind just gets blown. I'm like, what's real? And like the quest for that absolute truth 
I mean, it can take you a lifetime and you still don't even get close to scratching the surface. So it's like a blessing and a curse being curious and wanting to learn this stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like you can never know everything, but. And, and, my, and I think when it comes down to like uh, you know, music videos and celebrities and politics and shit like that, I think a lot of stuff is actually thrown into there. Like for people who understand, you know, like especially music videos and artists. Oh, like yeah. I think that, like in my opinion, and I, I'm not not saying it because I was a part of the OTO. It's not like I'm boasting or proud about it, but yes. I really do think when it comes to like movies and music and shit like that, it a lot of it is a, a serious thelemic undertones. Like oh, I, I really think, think they, they they got that shit on on rap pretty good. Oh, absolutely. I mean, how many times have I? I can't even count how many times I've seen this and this. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And like all the all the the triangles over the eye, the cover in the one eye and all the magazine covers and the the videos with all that stuff. And when you see these celebrities and sports people and everyone that has a platform uh, doing the same signs and symbols, like you said, it, it, it eventually it's on like you can't you can't pretend you didn't see it like you you're going to have that conversation with yourself where you go. What the fuck is this? Like everybody is doing this shit, you know, and what does it mean? And I think that's where a lot of people start diving in is when they start seeing the symbols, like you said, like, I just saw your post today about um, like this one. Oh yeah. 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 Oh boy. Yeah. Oops. The North South, like all that stuff, that stuff (laughs) blows my mind because you can see it in, symbolism on the country's flags like you said the sigils oh like i'm telling you right now old ancient and, families like, it's nuts flags and like you know family shields and crests those are all talismans yeah they yeah. are telling you or at least one that was designed I, I you know as you can see our country represents nothing the way it was earlier for sure but i mean the flag could still even really still match what's kind of going on or maybe match the intentions but at least that when that flag and those shields were brought into conception that was making a statement yeah it's letting you know either experiences they have or what their means are because they're into this like what 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 is my will here you know, what yeah. am I trying to accomplish here or what have I experienced so you can let other people know I'm of the known? It's just like an advertisement. It's just an advertisement to let everybody else know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to put it. I just yeah. read this thing today about um, the the double connected eagle on like the Russian flag or whatever. And how yeah. that came from ancient, like the Moors and like Tartaria or whatever. And and then eventually the Russian flag is uh, the more the Moorish flag and the Tartarian flag was that eagle, black eagle on a yellow background. Right. And then the next one I saw was the two together uh, hooked and like, uh, you know, the inversion of it or whatever. And then in the middle on the Russian flag, there's this little thing that a guy oh all oh, the guys like stabbing the fucking yeah dragon. white the guy on the white horse is stabbing the eagle and so you're basically saying that russia is the death of the moors and, and ancient tartaria and we are the new you know we are what came out of all of that I, it's like you said it's fascinating even, they're advertising enough, what they did yeah even the switching of the colors can actually mean the intentions too to a certain thing as well interesting yeah 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 and like oh god i'm not having to get in it but like even with the eagle i mean the eagle would be more of a symbolism like of you heading up the tree 
Mm-hmm. You know, because the eagle would go with Jupiter at Chesed, and that's like the sphere before you cross over, and the eagle could fit there. So, like, them stabbing the eagle could just literally be telling us, you motherfuckers ain't going nowhere. We're still running the show. Oh, yeah. I mean, just something just as like that. You're going to be keep being ignorant slaves. You're not going to know God. That's all that, you know. So when you say crossover, like it, what is that? Is that like you need to get good at the magic and the ritual in order to get your body, like your astral body to that uh, place? Do you have to, you know, what what's that process look like to those of us that don't really oh. fully understand that? Um, a I know it's probably of, a big question. A lot of yeah. inner work, a lot of shadow work. Um, yeah. You're going to have to really, you know, keep check on yourself. You're going to have to start looking at your behaviors, your thoughts, um, start, you know, catching, you know, what the reasons why you have these behaviors and thoughts. You have to start analyzing yourself mm-hmm. like seriously with that. You're going to have to, it's, you know, and it's unfortunate that most people, you know, don't like to meditate, but I think that's meditation. Big deal. Gonna bring, it's going to, it's, you're not going to have magic. I mean, you can, but if you mm-hmm. start off meditating, I mean, that's, that's all I have to do now. Um, mm-hmm. But like you're gonna have to learn how to meditate. Uh, every every order or anybody that I've ever watched that is like somewhat reputable that tries to explain or teach magic will teach magic. They will they will always say, unfortunately, this isn't exciting. But the first thing you should be doing before you start learning any spells and anything, meditate and learn hmm. how to do it. Everybody wow. will say, start with meditation. There's a fucking reason for that. So you have to do work on yourself. Right. You have to be comfortable enough to sit there with your eyes closed, not enthralled by the light of fucking Lucifer, mm-hmm. by this fucking matrix that we're put into. Right. We're going to have to be okay with not looking at the bullshit. Yeah. Close your eyes, shut off all those radio stations that are fucking telling your brain what to do, mm-hmm. and then eventually you can actually start hearing God. But like you're going to have to get to the point to where there's a bunch of things with meditation. You have to get your breathing a certain way. You're going to have to practice this meditation, in my opinion, to where you are able to actually paint pictures with your mind closed. You're going to have, you know, yeah, a lot of work like that. And and, and when it comes down to it, and this is where it's going to get fucking wild, but maybe, maybe it's not wild for you. But in my opinion, for you to have an actual real magical experience, um, except for to travel, I feel like that's almost kind of like in between, like you're getting there. You know, it's mm-hmm. like almost like not fully there, but that is part of it. Real magic. I don't know if you've ever heard about like how you can hear about like these monks or these Buddhists or these people that oh, yeah. go, in, go into this meditation and almost legit seem like they're in it, like they're dead or like they just have enough vitals for their fucking body. Right. So, Yep. okay that actually is what's needed to happen yeah and that's Literally, that goes back to the frequencies too right getting your frequency band in a different spot you yeah you have to start to a certain frequency you're gonna have to hemi sync your brain pop open your pineal gland your heart mm-hmm. and all that has to resonate in the same frequency that the earth is resonating in yeah and then that's you so fucking, fascinating to me but you yeah. pop out but like an all real actuality like it you know, when they say a death and a rebirth, mm-hmm. you, you technically are as crazy as this is going to sound. You technically are like dead. Wow. Like like people who have near-death experiences. Mm-hmm. A lot of their stuff, and I've spoken to some of them because I started questioning my experience because, like, it seemed like it was just weird shit. 
it's because I even had to go to the hospital and was in the hospital for three days. So it was all just very like weird wow. shit. I started to have to really start questioning what <laughs> really happened and why, you know, why is this like this? Holy shit. Um, you had to go so, to the hospital for meditate from meditation? Well, meditation and then a magical experience. Yeah. Wow, I, I, yeah. dude. Uh, so, Holy shit. So, uh, so yeah, I really, as crazy as it sounds, I really do think, because, you know, you could do it to yourself for maybe five seconds, but it felt like an eternity while you're out there. But I huh. do think, I do think you do technically kind of, believe it or not, die. I mean, there's even been movies, um, there was that one movie where they were like in the hospital and they're basically knocking people out for a certain amount of time and then bringing them back. Mm -hmm. They were showing you fucking magic. Interesting. I, wow. I, I'll be totally honest with you right now. And one of the reasons why I stopped fucking with the shit, because it can be very addicting. And I mm. feel like the more and more you do it, the more and more of a percentage of a chance you can be an asshole. So I did not, <laughs> I, I knew, I knew I was already teetering. <laughs> I'm already teetering a fine line of not being one to begin with. I can't right. keep, I eventually I'm just going to fall over to the asshole side. You know, so I just was like, let me just, you know, try, try to do good with what I've already right. you know, experienced. And, um, yeah, the knowledge that you have for sure. Yeah, but uh, fuck, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> but, no, that's okay. Oh, no, but it's definitely, I definitely, as crazy as it sounds, I definitely do think that you are um, technically dying to the self, and like that, you like it's even in the Matrix. I mean, I think like the Matrix even shows you the whole thing, like mm -hmm. you know, like when he goes and sees uh, that guy in the the archetype, uh, the, the architect. architect. Yeah. All those visions and all those screens, all the versions that Neo could choose to be, all mm -hmm. the things he could tap into be, he had to annihilate it. And the one reason he didn't get past that is because he was too in love with that fucking girl. And the, uh, yep, he that's... still had an attachment to this realm. And yeah. it wasn't until he was possibly okay with her dying that he actually ever ascended. Because you have to let go of every. Or you have to be okay with mm -hmm. letting go of every single thing that keeps you here. And that concept um, comes up quite a bit when you think about and, this stuff. Yep. And and to to you know to circle back, I'll, I'll use a leftist uh, you know quote. <laughs> we'll circle back to, to the OTO. In mm -hmm. my opinion, sex is probably one of the easiest weapons to use on people to keep them tethered here. Because there is like a very fine line, in my opinion, of you know healthy to unhealthy right you know what i'm saying that so plexus energy yeah. that's supposed to come up your chakras yeah i've heard yes. about that before yeah so i yeah and even with that it's going to keep you i mean it's like you're fucking it's like so fucking far down in your body you're focused on that's keeping you fucking grounded you know what i'm saying if that's all you're worried about using so uh it, it is so it's just a really good way to keep people grounded and i mean if anybody knows anything about the oh the crowley Sex is all over the place, or at least a, a sexual image is very heavily advertised. And I right. think, you know, that's another weapon of the psyop. You know, focus <laughs> more on that and not the occult ideas. I mean, just like real quick and not to get into it too deep, just as an example, think of a pineal gland mm -hmm. or the way that it's always drawn on people's foreheads. Right. Not, not to be vulgar, but it, that could easily look like a vagina. Yeah. Pulling open it open, mm -hmm. opening up the veil could be the same thing as opening up that, mm -hmm. and then your pineal gland shoots light down the middle of your forehead. To mm -hmm. me, could be the insertion of the male energy and the ejaculation going yeah. down the middle of the brain. 
but make it sound like fucking and nobody will understand. Clever. It's like keeping people. Yeah. Keeping people grounded and making it not easy for them because, to know their true power. This is, yeah. Cause this is what will happen when you try to explain something in an occult science in sexual way, people who love sex and have gone too far with it are just going to take that run with it, get even dumber. And then the people who were afraid and think everything's bad says sex, Satan. I don't want to understand that or even look at it. So now yep. nobody fully actually understands what's being said. And that's why it becomes an inner personal thing. Yep. It's what your level of understanding is going to rely a hundred percent. Oh, on that's you. another thing too. Yes. You as, dive you start into having, yourself. Yep. as you start having experiences and start like, cause like really it's so hard to like kind of explain magic. It's like, all you can kind of do is like have like ideas and thoughts or visions like right. in your mind of trying to explain what happened. And then it's like when you do, and then like you see it represented in art or, or in like, you know, the Scarlet Whore I was saying before, very mm -hmm. sexualized idea, you know, you look at that and then you're like, Oh, but wait, even though this looks fucked up, this is just an edgy way of the vision that I already had in my head from the experience I had. Yeah. So as you start yeah. having these experiences and these attainments, even in my in my opinion, you could start looking at other things that yes, it's it's, I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And it's sometimes it's like, yo, why don't you just fucking come out and say it the way it is? Man, you know what? This conversation, you know, like, yeah. Why'd you have to do it that way? Just I'd rather you sound like a fucking nut job and saying, like, yeah, you technically have to die and cross over to heaven and But isn't that like, but isn't that what they're saying? Isn't there what isn't that kind of what, what they're, they're saying? saying, but they're covering it in a fucked up By way. covering like, it up, they're saying, Look, this is up to you, fucking figure it out. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a you thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, yeah, you know, that's like even like if like you know, like, let's say I had a bunch of people be like, oh, oh teach me, help me, uh, you know, give me, I want to, you know, show me how to, I, 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 I still wouldn't even do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that yeah. still has to be a personal fucking thing. So, for sure. You like, you have Inner to have quest. that. It's, it, it, you yeah. know, so I guess I understand to a certain extent, like, like in doing what I'm doing and telling you that's what I even think magic is, mm -hmm. is good enough. Yeah. You know, if people yep. to think that's possible and understand that, all right, now, if you have the faith that that's true, mm -hmm. now go off. And if you have the experience to make that faith a knowing, it's a huge difference there too. Faith oh, yeah. and belief and knowing are two are two opposite things. Oh really. yeah, yeah. You experience something and know it to be true within yourself. Faith, you're just hoping and believing this idea that somebody told you is real. That's a good way to explain. You know, that. so mm -hmm. you you have to. Uh, I can't do that for someone. So they'd have to, and I wouldn't want to even be like responsible for helping them get to that. Dude, that if reminds you, me of the matrix. Yeah. I can only show you the door. Yeah. Through that, understand what the fuck happened. And then try That's to cool. figure shit out for sure. Dude, yeah, I, this are, you know what this just reminded me of? So there's a, a half price books store right down the street for me. And I go down there all the time. And in the far back, there's a locked case. And in that case is a hundred dollar thick ass and it's old. It looks like, it looks like it's like maybe early 1900s book and it's a Blavatsky book. And wow. next to it is ritual magic. And next one is um, uh, Hermes talking about Hermes and all that. And I'm like, wow, they got, not only are these books expensive, but they're under lock and key. You can't just pick them up and start thumbing through them. And that's another thing where I'm like, 
God, what is, I, I now I want to talk to the guy that runs this bookstore. What do you know, dude? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go pick that book up just because it is, it's a personal quest. You're going to have to dive in to get to the level of understanding you seek to get to. And, and it goes back to just, I mean, my interest in having you on the show today was I wanted to hear a perspective from someone that has taken steps on that quest and, and started walking that path. And maybe I'm not going to have complete understanding based on all the things that you've told me, but at least I'm going to have a little bit more knowledge and a little bit more of a knowledge base to draw from yes, yes. for my personal quest. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, this stuff just fascinates the shit out of me. I love oh, talking yeah. about it. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's awesome. But yeah, it really is a really, it's the most deep personal thing. It's, I mean, you know, having a relationship with God is the most deep personal thing you do anyway. So, you know, if you're doing magic for the right way, it is such a personal experience. Yeah, man. Stuff. So what, uh, what do you got going on now uh, on your shows? What's going on in your world as far as podcasting and uh, like my stuff. show, I'm um, starting to, uh, I was working on a planetary series, uh, planetary magic series, uh, thing I'm dropping, uh, just dropped a part one. I did that with another guest that's very big into tarot and under, you know, studies planetary magic. Cool. Not that like he's casting circles, but like that's his thing that he's big into. Yeah. Um, my show, I mean, I know I used to have a lot of guests on and I still will have guests on. Um, mm -hmm. I'll, like I even told you, I'm going to put this out on my end as well too. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. We'll, we'll co-share it and yeah, yeah, sure. blow it up for sure. But, but, uh, you know, I'm starting to, I'm starting to either cover things on my own, maybe do a little bit shorter videos or I'm getting like, I'm trying to find guests that uh, I'm just getting tired of like, yeah, you're going to come on. I'm going to sit here, chill out. And you're just going to tell your story. No, like I actually right. want to like start covering things. Yeah. Well. Diving like, into it. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Because like, you know, the occult rejects, that's me and Lux. We already do that on the occult rejects. I mean, sure. we use, we use guests, we use guests in between series you know, one, because we think they're good. And two is we need filler so we can research and record the next yeah, so series. You know take some saying? time. Yep. I know exactly yeah, what so you like, mean. I I'm, do that too. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm, I'm doing that with Lux, but like Lux has his own life. So like if I have other ideas or even if he has other ideas, well, it's going to have to wait until we're done with that. So mm -hmm. for me, I have more time just because of my situation right now. I can, if it's not a crazy deep, but like something where I still have to look into and, you know, find stuff. I, I, I can do two. I can do one for my show and, and one for them. So like, so now I'm starting to kind of do like tour light. I guess I put it like that way, like a lighter version of the occult rejects with either <laughs> right. a, a co-host or somebody else who can cover that topic with me. So yeah. if you come across my NY Patriot show, you will see it's just, you know, fucking two years of guests, but I am actually starting to switch over to, you know, kind of either co-hosting a topic with somebody or actually covering the topic myself in yeah. like a 20, 30 minute video. Yeah. It's you know, good to, so, be, you know, so I'm trying to change. I'm just going with the change, going with the flow. Yeah. It's, it's what I feel like I want to do. So I'm going with it. I've, and I've noticed a lot of podcasters doing that where they'll get to a point where, uh, like I know uh, Ryan Dean from uh, Dangerous World, he started another show with some other guys. I know Moral Bob from Hidden yeah. Plain Sight did that uh, ghost. Yeah. And uh, I've I've noticed some pod podcasters doing that where they do yeah, their yeah. show, but now Shane, they have I ideas for other stuff. Did. Yeah, yeah. Me and so Shane were cool. even talking about that. How uh, uh, and, and Ghost and Ryan, they're both uh, great podcasters and great shows. And yeah, and, it's just and fun Shane, to get all the info, the and, perspectives. 
And me and Shane were talking about how he just said it's just like he doesn't know if it's just like something in the air. Is this part of just the change that's going to go on with maybe even the change of consciousness? Who knows? But like growing and ascending, like you said. Yeah. (laughs) He's just like, I feel like like there's a lot of us that have been doing this for a bit or like are doing it like, you know, passionately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That are just like coming to this point where we're just kind of like getting not getting bored, but like either it's like something to do with like the audio or the video or topics like we're stepping up our game or changing. we're all stepping up our game yeah, yeah like yep. i feel like we're all kind of like we're morphing into something new now i love that and, because, and i think the yep. thing is it's just that we just want to make our show better and put out better material you know what that's I'm saying? part of it's, it it's not about yep. the money i think we're actually just morphing into trying to like yo yo just check this out 100 being proud of mm-hmm. what we're doing so we're making it look better yeah man it's awesome i i like I said, I'm only a year and a half in. I've noticed a lot of us that uh, I started uh, talking with, like you and everyone that we've been we've been speaking about, especially um, uh, recently. I've noticed you kind of look at how many episodes everyone has. All of us kind of started, at, you know, within one to three years ago. Of each other, yeah. And it just turns yeah. out we're all getting to that point where we are ascending. I just set up my Patreon page finally, and I'm gonna start doing subscriptions. Like it took me a while to even get to that point, and I have other ideas for um subscriber only shows i want to do like i'll have my free feed that anyone can just listen to my regular show but then i'm going to do other stuff on this under the subscription and then so you know so that way it's like if you really like what i'm doing for free wait till you get a load of what i'm doing for three bucks a month you know so yeah man it's cool it's um learning growing Oh, uh, no, I'm on Anchor right now. Oh, all right. Because I know uh, when you said subscriptions, I, you know, I was on Anchor. Oh, actually, I, it's so fucking stupid. Like, I had a problem. I use Spreaker, but for some reason, Spotify, I did the, just it just f- fucked up and wasn't working. So I literally made a Spotify account for the NY Patriot. Oh, wow. But uh, I know on Spreaker, um, you can actually set up things to where, like, you can, like, a subscription to where, like, I guess like whoever goes to follow you or if they're following you already, or I guess if you just advertise on any show and let them know, right. you can offer, they, you can do a thing to where there is extra episodes for people that sign up for a subscription. Oh yeah. I think, I don't know if Anchor that- works like that, but I did realize that Spreaker does that. And it was an idea. It's an idea that I have had to get a new computer. I just feel bad pulling the trigger on that, but yeah. Um, yeah. Well, but I was just wondering, cause I was going to say Spreaker. I know you can even do that with your audio shit. You can have like, um you know so, so subscribing to a yeah, subscriber only shows yeah. and you click them for yep and well the reason why i'm i'm doing it through patreon is just because i've heard other podcasters tell me that you know it would be such a well, shame let's, let's go to patreon you do a video as well so that's what i'm saying you so you yeah. i mean and if you get let's just say for some reason they 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 hacked off an episode for being too controversial or you know one day spotify or anchor comes out and says we're not going to have certain content on here. Now you already have this independent uh, platform where all your shit's already on there already kind of thing. You know what I mean? So that's kind of why I was thinking. I have heard of people's way, but... stuff, actually Patreon taking down certain shit recently. No, uh, you know, I don't know how true really... it is. I've heard that. <sighs> and I don't know how true this is. Um, and Man, I, I, I do not. know people shit. that have believe it or not, or they, they contemplated it. Um, somebody, I forgot who it was. that was telling me now again, like, you know, they're being truthful. I can't remember who it was. Right. I think they actually, uh, one show because of all the capabilities and the subscription, um, believe it or not, I was going to even say as a joke, maybe even check only fans, believe it or not. Um, really? because that's a paid subscription. Yes. 
uh, paid subscription thing. Um, and because I think streaming, somebody I know actually almost like went got got like some crazy thing through them because of the streaming and subscription uh, hmm. capabilities. But I have even been told from somebody that said that they had their shit on OnlyFans because just of the way of how I think of like how much money you get, maybe uh, whatever, whatever reason. And I think just as a joke, they did it on OnlyFans. <laughs> he was the person was like, dude, they took down my videos, but for fucking 15 bucks, you can go stare at women's assholes all day. He's like, but they That's took down weird. my video. He's like, oh, how the fuck is a platform like that? Censor someone. Wow, man. <laughs> Because whoever, whoever, <laughs> no, I don't platform- know if that's truthful. Or if they were telling me some bullshit story, but you know, I've heard that Patreon and even that can still censor the shit that we're trying to say. Dude, that's crazy to me. It's like, what's scary about that though is it's like, um, the it makes you, it goes right back to all the conspiratorial ideas that we all have about who owns these companies and. You know, it's like what drivel are they going to let some of us see? But then the others of us that are getting to the heart of certain matters, they're like, no, we're not going to allow this to be mass distributed to, you know, the (laughs) ignorant, belligerent masses out there and let them figure it out. It goes right back to all the occult stuff we're talking about. It's like we can package it in a way to where you need to be smarter than the average dipshit to to understand what's really going on, you know? (laughs) That's funny. Oh man, the smarter than the average dipshit. Yeah, you do. You have you you have <laughs> to you have to stop letting uh somebody else in a meme tell you what is and what is tell you exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to start. You know, and that's a big huge thing with I even you know with shadow work, and I I think it's like it's it's one of the hardest parts. It was one of the harder parts for me. You have to start looking at like why do I believe and act and have like these things like your my morals and values like where am i even getting them from that i have right now you yeah know, what i got from you know parents teachers the neighbor you know these little things that we pick up you're going to have to like really look at that and be like does that really like make sense or is that actually really right and then if you want to start discarding those things then you have to still accept well you may not have to love but still accept and not hold uh, anger towards the people that you think, even though they might've done it in a loving sense and thinking it was the best thing for you yeah. may even still things into you that you don't agree with. You know, that's yeah. all part of shadow work. You have to start looking at that and not be uh, hateful and resentful. Yeah, not blaming. Yeah. Because it's yeah. just what their perspective like I can was. Look yeah. at things and be like, Oh, well, maybe I don't agree with like something my father instilled in me or something like my, uh, my uncle or, you know, somebody that I still talk to now or my brother. It's like, all right, well, you know, maybe I don't like that. They think that, but I still just, you know, I, I can't hate them now. I still yeah. have a relationship with them. Yeah. Man, so I still I love- have to like forgive people too, for being who they are. 100%. I completely agree. You know, you. it's like, it's like you're going to realize, like, fuck, these motherfuckers influenced me, but now I still have to accept, you know, I still have to understand, well, that's them, and I can't hate them for that. Yeah. yeah. That's a hard thing to do. Absolutely. It's definitely uh, very, very difficult for people, even people that are aware of these types of thought processes, like we're talking about. Even for us, it, it, you still fall into it easily. Like, I... I have days where I'm just like, God, I've been a fucking asshole to everybody. Oh, today. Like I need oh, to just get it together, you know? And, and I mean, as the logo right here, wherever the hell it is, yeah, right the here, I mean, I'm a big anarchist, man. Like I believe in self development, self-sufficiency, not letting other people or a group of people, no matter how 
classy and affluent they are tell you how to live your fucking life, man. Like, well, you know, you know what's funny? It's all about I, freedom. I'm going to say you, I mean, just even from what you said right there and just from yeah. the way you come off, to me, I'm just assuming you're actually an anarchist with half a fucking brain. I mean, um, I like to think that. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'll take it. <laughs> because if people actually really understood, well, one, what that symbol means. Oh, and, I do. And, 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 oh, what, yeah. and what like it's really about. In my opinion, it really is just saying I want to bust out of this fucking slave matrix system. Yep. That we don't belong in. Yep. You know, that's all you're saying is that this is a slave system. Without rulers. Yep. Yes. No, no slaves and no masters. No slaves, no masters. There it is, man. You know, That's exactly what it means. Unfortunately, you get fucking ignorant people that think same thing would do with that will. She'll be the whole of the law. That I means I all... can go be an asshole, a murderer, the rapist, and do whatever the fuck I want because it's chaos. Dude, so I get it all the, the time. Ignorant, you are the ignorant that has made these things and ideas look bad and now has turned into a psyop of something that might oh. actually have some worth behind it. Exactly. You just, you just nailed it, dude. That's exactly, I get it all the time. Oh, you want to destroy the world? What's anarchy? Oh, every, you know, and I'm like, you're a Trumpist, you're a QAnoner. I'm like, if you, you are such a programmed lemming fuck, like you have no idea what you're talking about. You can be as mad at me for my beliefs as you want to, but I ain't, I'm not pushing them on you. No. I'm not trying to tell you the fact that I exist threatens your cognitive dissonance and belief system. And that's on you, bro. That's on you. I'm not pushing my shit on you. You know what I mean? But I have principles and I do have beliefs that I adhere to. And it's a personal thing. It's a personal quest. And, you know, you, you said you nailed it, man. That's exactly what it is. It's, it's how controlled do you think you are compared to how control are you actually yes, when you yes, finally get really to the heart of the matter? Really you know, that's a really good point. And that's, and that's what, I mean, that's a big part of my show is getting people. To, I say it all the time. You got to look inwardly. You got to start analyzing, surgically analyzing yourself. If you want to know the truth. And if you want to get to the, you know, what the point is to all this existence, you know, and. Well, yeah, let's see. I mean, you kind of yeah. said that to the point of all this existence. I mean, that yeah. kind of is what, in my opinion, what that A in that circle is representing. Exactly. I mean, technically, you're you're looking to rise up to the all-seeing eye or the top of the pyramid because you want to break out of this slave system. Nailed it, dude. It's exactly <laughs> what I embody in this fucking skin suit, man. That's what my whole point is in this world, especially with my with regard to my podcast, man. You nailed it, <laughs> absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> well, what do you think, man? Good place to wrap. You want to call her? Yeah. For this, yeah, I think for this that was, round. That was great. Let's do it again, man. And like you said, let's oh, let's yeah. pick a topic. Let's uh, offline uh, think about a topic, and then, like you said, sometime in the future we'll get together and we oh, will just sure definitely we'll chop it up and and just lay a topic out for people. And I thought not this just... was a great this was a great interview, and I thought you know it was it was a really good show, especially if I yeah, want to reshare it myself. If I want to reshare it myself, obviously there's shit in here that I haven't mentioned on other interviews. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, man. And, it was a really and, and good I love... talk. I had a lot of fun, buddy. Yeah, man, it was great to meet you. Great to talk to you. And like, like you said, man, I think there's magic in conversations when you put oh, the right. Oh, for sure, dude. When you put sure. the right spirits in, in a room together and they start chopping it up, like magic happens, man. I love it, and I, I've you had great. The, you get in the flow of things. Yeah, yeah, and you That's get why to know they got people. those uh, fish hats real quick. That's where you get those fish hats because <laughs> yeah. you're going with the flow upstream. You ain't got that fish hook in your mouth anymore. Oh man, I love it. That's a good... <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. 
All right. Well, hey, uh, NY Patriot, give my listeners uh, your socials and all that. Where can they find oh, your yeah. stuff? Uh, we do have a new. Uh, we had we had the Occult Rejects uh, tour and more. Unfortunately, on YouTube, as soon as we reached about a thousand subs, they fucking gave us uh, ridiculous stupid oh. strikes for stupid shit. Oh, uh, knocked us back down. Uh, so I started Rejects and Friends. That will be. You know, and I hate to say it, like when when people join back, it really it's actually our best thing to watch on video. It still blows away bit shoot and rumble. Yeah. So I I, I keep going at it, and I want to be at least some beacon of light of like not bullshit on YouTube. Yeah. So <laughs> your fourth time's a charm. We have rejects and friends that will have the occult rejects, the NY Patriot, and Lux Rising all on YouTube, and okay. then we have um. You know, I can send you my link tree. It's just one fucking link. One okay. Thing. Yep. Uh, I got mine too. Perfect. I got, uh, you know, then the NY Patriot. That's also on uh, BitChute, Rumble, all major podcasts. The Occult Rich, uh, Ritual, uh, the Occult Rejects on all uh, major podcasts, BitChute and Rumble as well. And I also do co host, forgot this one, don't want to leave this out, Spiritual Gangsters. I do co host that. That's on all major podcasts. And, uh, YouTube, that one's a little bit more of conspiratorial, but mostly and mainly, believe it or not, we got, um, I might actually ask you to come on, thinking about it now. Nice, man, it, yeah, I would be honored. Because this, this will actually be interesting. Um, we normally try to get people to come on and tell their stories of what woke them up and what got them to be who they are today. Oh, I love that show. And we haven't had an anarch- anarchist on yet, so I'm thinking this might be uh, Shit. Well, I, so, your guy, my friend. That's what I was just thinking. So I got no problem talking about that quest. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, so it's a little bit different of a show. It's not trying to put people on the spot, but, like, all honesty, it's a lot more of, like, um, you're really getting to know the person, especially if like if we have podcasters on there, like they're actually kind of putting themselves out there. They're ah, getting a little man. personal. So they right people might like that. So um yeah, I have that show that's on all major podcasts and uh, YouTube. And I'll shut up now. That's all my stuff. Oh no, that's all that's all good, man. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. I would definitely be honored to come on that. And then before I go, I just want to say I love that much work that you're doing with all the different avenues, because you know what, if these platforms want to keep censoring us, then fuck them. I'm going to keep you working. I'm going to keep giving you work. You want to keep shutting people down. We're just going to keep popping up somewhere else. You're going to be working 24 seven to shut us up. I mean, I, I will say I probably will pick and choose what I drop on there, but I'm oh, still not. Sure. I'm, I'm not giving up. Like, unfortunately, we're not stopping. Yeah, you're not stopping. <laughs> unfortunately, there's one word. There's that one vid word that for some reason, even though they have legit changed their rules in fucking YouTube, if you look mm-hmm. at their rules. For some reason, you say anything with that, you get a fucking strike. So, like, yeah, man, I, I can have a guest on just randomly say it, and it's like I have to worry about YouTube. But I'm, I'm not stopping. If I can only put out three out of the five shows I have, they're fucking going on there. I'm not stopping. Hell yeah, man! The world needs us. The fly in the ointment. Yeah. Fucking yep. pain in your ass. That mosquito that just keeps biting you and keeps swatting at. <laughs> Eventually, you'll just be like, fuck it. Just, just, we'll just leave him alone. He's not going to stop. Yep. Sooner or later, you're just going to have to leave it alone, or you, I'm going to keep you working. That's my goal. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Hey, great to meet you. Great having you on the Thank show, you. NY Patriot. Definitely look forward to uh, chatting with you uh, in the future and having oh, yeah, you on again. Sure, and that uh, th- that's the show, people. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Later. All right, people. That's the show for today. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with NY Patriot and myself. I'll let you guys know if I guest on that spiritual gangster show in the future. 
And, uh, you know, as always, people, go to the website, politicsandpunkrockpodcast.com. Buy a T-shirt. Donate to the show. Read the show notes. Send me an email if you like, andrew 4 america 1984 at gmail.com. Go check out Andrew for America on all your favorite social media sites, the Politics and Punk Rock podcast page on Facebook. And I'm not going to play any punk rock today, but I got some great stuff coming. Uh, Vacant Skies just came out with a new release. Uh, I've played them on the show before, and uh, the band Zero Cost just came out with a new release, and I plan on playing their new stuff on the show soon as well. So be looking for that. As always, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Good night. We'll see you next time. This has been episode 119 of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. Entitled, An Occult Story with NY Patriot. We'll see you next time.